This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. RJ Bell. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order of release. This week, we're eating some cake and hanging out with pervy professors as we watch mm. Spine 331 in the Criterion Collection. Yasujiro Ozu's Late Spring from 1949. Mm. But first, RJ, mm. this is a late episode. Good. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them. I'd say people are lucky we're doing it at all. I was going to just skip it completely. Skip it forever. Skip it forever. And, you know, I had a lot of people reach out to me and they say, are you you okay? Things all right? And I say, you guys. Not me. No, uh, not you. Well, I mean, but people know that I am. I am the the guy who edits and takes care of this stuff uh, pretty frequently, my Mm, man, pretty mm -hmm. frequently. So uh, I did have a lot of interest and, you know, I appreciated it. I appreciate it. And I'm just going to say, people are lucky we're doing it at all. I almost canceled the podcast week. Not an exaggeration. Uh, but um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I had some shit come up. And uh, it was unavoidable. And uh, that's how real life works, you know? That's uh, that's the rub with existence. Is, that's uh, the... Mm-hmm. Shit happens. Shit happens when you party naked. You ever heard that one, Jarrett? Not, not lately. You know what I dropped the other day? And uh, I use this all the time, but uh, someone actually laughed, and I was pretty impressed. Uh, I dropped a rectum, damn near killed him. Mm-hmm. And someone went, that's pretty good. And I went, really? Cool. <laughs> so so that, nobody nobody ever laughs at that. N- nope. Just just yourself. <laughs> just myself. Just myself. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I I thought that was kind of neat. But um, was, that, was that a nice little pick-me-up for the week? I mean, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. I was like, hey, something's working in this world. That's right. Something's working. It's not all an unending darkness. No, no, it's not. Uh, but, yeah, anyways, I don't know. We're late, but we're here. Whatever. You guys can relax. They can all, everyone can relax. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. I, uh, people forget that we, I mean, we are algorithms on based on like made up from the internet. Like we're not real people. So we could produce episodes constantly, but uh, the algorithm was down that day. Thought forms. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, how does Bagul fit into these things? I mean, I think he's always present. I think he's constantly present. I think he's always present. Like Jesus. Well, he's, he is with you, Jared. Bagul. Always. And with your spirit. Did he die for my sins, though? I think he died for your sins. Do you know what I mean? It's, a, it's the same thing. They even got the same haircut. <laughs> they do. Do you know what I mean? Um, Actually, your hair is getting kind of like that, too. What? It's getting a little wispy. You look like Robert Pattinson in The Batman. The Batman? Yeah, we're all emo kid. This? This yeah. is, like, freshly cut, too? Nah, it's a wisp, if I ever saw one. <laughs> it's a wisp. That's a wisp. So what have you been doing in uh, your extended Oh, uh, man. I've been waiting time. like waiting like two weeks to like yell at you. About? Yellow Jackets. Why? Do you hate it? Oh, RJ, fuck. That show sucks. I Well, hey, I said, I was like, I don't know. I was like, there's things that I think you'd like. I think you'd like some of the uh, the rural horror. horror mm-hmm. But some of the modern horror stuff, I think. I didn't think okay. you'd like. I mean, this is jumping the gun about what 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 we've been creeping on mm-hmm. this week, but I mean, I, I had to wait. Like, I couldn't I couldn't even complain about last week. Did you and, watch it all? Yeah. Oh, okay, good, good. Yeah, and uh, as 
as as we get to the end of the season, uh, which yeah. I thought it was a series. I did too. I did too. Yeah, and uh, I'm like, wait a minute. There's no way they can tie up all this shit in an episode. They haven't even done anything. And then I look it up and I see, oh, it got renewed for a second season. I go, fuck off. <laughs> fuck this show. Fuck this garbage. I hate yeah. this shit. But it was loggable. It was, and it's not in, but they deleted it, RJ. Ah, I see. Because the, the the letter boxed uh, police, mal- the, the police, the militia, the police. They're yeah. uh, no fun, no fun for anyone. I understand. Well, that's too bad. Nah, that's, okay, so yeah, tell that... me why you hated it. But before you do, you should you should understand too. I was never hard selling that show. I was like, I think there's things that you would like, but uh, I also thought there were things you wouldn't like. And it's like I... one, there's like two cool uh, violent bits in it that are like pretty well done. And then yeah, that's like um, that's, that's episode eight with the, uh... the wolf, the wolves. And, uh, oh, yeah. and and also the that one's pretty gnarly. Uh, the jump into the swimming pool was like super good. That well, that one because it's it's Sudden. very unexpected. Yeah, you're, you're going whoa. <laughs> yeah, that was good. But the rest yeah. of that show is pants. It's just it, it's ten hours long. Nothing yeah, happened. Nothing happened in ten hours. Well, Jared, it's all about the mood and the tension. It's all about the tension and yeah. the mood. It's about the tension and the mood. All right. Well, that's okay. I I'm not a champion of that show. You can hate it all, hey, all why, you want. Why, I don't give why, a shit. Why does the uh, the goth girl with her dyed blonde hair? Her yeah, hair, her hair doesn't change. Like you, you know, um, after you're in the woods for nine months, I think your roots would be coming through pretty strong. It's about it's about um, storytelling, Jared. I see. Yeah. Have you ever heard of um, film craft? Uh huh. Yeah. It's a, it's kind of about film craft, is what I how I understand it. Yeah. I mean that is a concern, probably. <laughs> it's just one of those things that when you're confronted with it throughout the entire yes. season, you're just like, Oh, that's just a huge piece of uh a detail just completely not paid yeah. attention to. Did, what did was you like the... the impending threat of cannibalism that is present all the time? Yeah, <sighs> I think you know what? Because they, they they talk about it like it's like flashback to uh, ambiguously in the first episode, yes. My, my response was, "Oh yeah, I mean, everyone's going to eat somebody eventually." And yes. then, and then I moved on. And then it's like, that's it. That's like the whole thing that this show is going to be about is about like, how did these girls become cannibals? And when they're oh, when yeah, they're trapped in the woods, have you ever seen alive? And you're like, oh yeah. They even bring that up. They even bring point. it up. They sure do. But being a soccer team in the Andes, and yeah. then nothing. It never gets yeah. there. It's like what? It's like what, what you hanging. There's nothing happens in that show. Every yeah. episode, you're like, oh, maybe something else. No, nah, nothing's gonna happen. Yep. Ah, well, I mean, oh. I, I saw you going one one or the other way. So, I mean, I'm not totally surprised by it. <laughs> yeah. Well, not totally this surprised. Is, this is this is your fault, Baylog. <laughs> hey, I don't. I Blood don't on your remember. hands. I don't remember making it a hot sell. I was like, "Yeah, it's all right. It's got some um, good stuff in there." What did you What did you like about it? Um, I mean, I didn't mind. I didn't mind uh, like the dynamic they had. Like, it's just Lord of the Fly stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, I think that's kind of interesting." Like, is it? 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't dislike that stuff. That's so I, I was on board with that. I don't mind some of the music. Some of the music is a bit much, but uh, mm. I do like I do like some of the music that's used in there. Um, How about the uh, at the very end when there it's the uh, t- the twenty fifth anniversary reunion out yeah. of out of nowhere? I I would say yes. like they barely talk about it and then they just get to it and there's that slow motion scene of them entering the gymnasium with that awful that one's not as good that was so brutal that's not so good and how do you feel about christina ricci uh she's definitely the best performance i think in the show she's pretty good she's good for at the beginning i was like who is that i I couldn't put my finger on it you didn't know it was her no i I had no idea who was i I knew there's people in the show but i I was like i don't know i'm like who is that i've definitely recognized this person and then i went oh um i mean juliette lewis is obviously juliette lewis uh, what about uh, not Kamala Harris? Oh, did you oh. <laughs> I mean, I thought that lady was fine. <laughs> and then she even beats like a Hillary Clinton. And uh, yeah, she's like, women like you wouldn't be around if it wasn't for me. <laughs> it's like, what is the politics of this show? Uh, strong is what I, I would say. I don't know. It's uh, it's such a strange thing. I'm like, who is this for? Um, I don't know. 30 something women, like women around the age of 30. Around thirty, around thirty, not twenty, not forty plus, but around thirty, 30 is around, what I would say, give or take. Yeah, like women around thirty that yeah. are looking for something a little exciting. Something exciting. You know what I mean, Jared? About like uh, the Charlie the dog, or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, see that the the one thing I didn't like about the show is the the. Uh, frequent animal slain cgi bear cgi bear i mean i didn't even like that because i was like hey leave that cgi bear alone he's a cool dude Mm -hmm. he was coming up to say hi he didn't do anything to those fucking people he he was giving himself up as a sacrifice i know so like that was kind of a uh, i thought that was kind of a bummer but um uh, yeah i mean i'm glad you liked it (laughs) a strong do not recommend from me that's very fine. That's very fine. Do you want to talk about Peacemaker while you're on it? Because is Peacemaker a recommend for you? Well, okay. Do we talk about Peace? No, Peacemaker's not a recommend for me either. That's that show no. is like very. Like, I could never recommend that to like an adult. <laughs> like, no. be, it is. It is so comic book specific. Yes. I mean, yes. whatever. I, I assume it's for the same audience that watches, you know, the Disney superhero. Yeah, Marvel stuff, yeah. right? It's the same. Like I don't know. These aren't real shows that you can recommend to people who watch <laughs> non superhero things. Because yeah. I was watching it and I was like, "This is fine," but yeah. I mean, I I couldn't tell anybody at work, "Hey, you should check out Peacemaker. You want to see uh, John Cena? You want to you want to see more of him than you ever imagined?" Would you recommend it to your parents? No, <laughs> no, I wouldn't recommend it like to, like real to to real people. To real people, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I can't even. I wouldn't recommend it to people listen to this show. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of people if, who listen like you. To this you don't. You do. You, you, you don't. You do not need my recommendation to watch Peacemaker because you probably yeah. already watched it, or you're invested in the Suicide Squad stuff, or yeah. the DCU stuff. I mean, whatever. Yeah. It's it's fine. Yep. But I liked I, don't know. I liked John uh, John Cena in certain parts. Certain know? parts. Certain parts, and I liked. Um, What's my boy? What's uh? What's the bad guy's name again? Robert Patrick. Is that who that is? Well, one one of the 
bad guys, I guess. Yeah. Technically. I mean, I like him in that show. He's uh he's funny to watch. And uh the vigilante guy is fun. You know what I mean, Jarrett? They get into sort all sorts of hijinks, don't they? Yeah, there's like I think it I mean it really probably the best bit is when they're going to the the factory and they just start mm-hmm. just sh- shooting people. That's pretty good. But mm-hmm. like I said 2 weeks ago when yes. I brought it up, I'm like this show is so ugly looking. It's it's a it's for, even for a TV show it's really bland and unattractive. Mhm. I mean that's a I mean that's a frequent uh, criticism that people have of all new things, right? Yeah. Or or not all, but like many new things is that it's like where's all the color? Where's all? Why is everything bland all the time? Bland. You know what I mean? Bland. 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 Okay, so you heard it here first. Jarrett Duncan recommends <laughs> Yellow Jackets and Peacemaker. <sighs> Do you also recommend the book of Boba Fett, Jared? Is that also in the top highlights of the of the year for you? He haven't seen it. No. No. That seems like that'd be a, Disney, a big it's, thing it's, for it's, you. It's on Disney Plus. I know, but you, you're gonna have to get Disney Plus if you're gonna want to watch that uh, Wes Anderson. I'm gonna wait till I get um, through my through my connections uh, a free sub. Oh, interesting, interesting, interesting. Which free sub? Uh, meatball. Oh, do you go? You don't go for meatball subs, do you? I know we've talked about this before, but are you a meatball sub guy? I I used to be. You used to be? No. What would you put? What else would you put oh on God. it? Though? <laughs> you you can go back and listen to that episode where I mentioned you have banana peppers, jalapenos. Okay. No. I don't know. I don't remember the stuff. I know. About. It's like it's like you don't even listen to me. I do listen to you, but it's hard to keep it all. We we do this for like eight hours a week, and it's every week. It's more and more. And it's hard to, hard to keep track of like where we are in in the world. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, uh, do did people care that we were gone, or is the email bag still empty? Uh, well, there's a few. There's a couple. There's a few. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what you did, hey? That's... You watched Yellow Jackets this week. Uh, no, there's something else too I'll talk about. But yeah, okay. I watched that two weeks ago. Oh yeah. You turkey. Have you have you started Millennium yet? Nope. Why not? Well, let's find out why. Oh shit! And get into that email because okay. maybe it has the answer. Does it? Lawrence Krysak. Who? The Krychak man? The, the one and only? The decoy octopus himself? With an email entitled, I'm back. Oh my god. Or it to be read as, I'm back! Is that how he intended it, do you think? Possibly. Okay, okay. That's, Possibly. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Hey, creeps. Mm-hmm. As you may recall, I revoked my status as a big donor boy on Patreon early last oh, year, as I had just bought a house and entered a state of hyper-awareness when it came to where I was spending my money. Yes. In early 2021, donating $10 a month to a couple of dudes who prattle on about incels, eating out of garbages, and hating yeah. movies didn't seem like a cost I could justify. <laughs> yes. In 2022, however... $5 a month to hear RJ talk about masturbating bombers, body parts being sent by mail, and people yeah. getting walled up with corpses is, is something I realized I couldn't live without. Yes. Who could? Who could, Jared? That's the co- content people have been yearning for. You win. 
capitalism wins. You're yes. giving the people what they want. Now yes. take my money, enjoy a th- and enjoy a thick stack of Arby's roast beef. Ooh, we'll, yeah, we will be spending those cry check bucks on uh on the uh the or, beefs. Or maybe something else, RJ. Well. And maybe once the millennium talk is done, mm-hmm. you'll consider doing a run through of the television show American Gothic. I'd love to hear your take on the adventures of Sheriff Buck. We need to keep the murder, rape, and supernatural talk going somehow. Unless Enterprise hits on those notes. I never did make it very far into the series. Uh, Enterprise <laughs> has gotten to some of those notes. How Of, of, of all three or some of the three? Uh, so wait, what were the options again? Uh, what were the three? And I quote, murder, rape, and supernatural talk. Yeah, we've hit all three in Enterprise. Where I'm at, where I am now, uh, I'm a couple in this season two. It's happened, it's happened. Damn. But but does like the rape is mind rape, you know? Because that's a frequent that, thing. That's in Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still not consent, so so it counts, you know. But yeah, I I don't know American Gothic. I've never heard of it, but I saw that dude is in it. What's his name? You know, um, Gary Cole. Gary Cole. <laughs> so if if people want '90s shows for the patreon i'll do that sure uh where on the black meter does it rank is oh. it super dark is it pitch black or is it gray white lawrence concludes anyway creep up the good work your pal oh. lawrence uh nice. so um to answer your question rj uh mm-hmm. i i've gone ahead and ordered american gothic oh my god okay it, it, it is it is in possession and mm-hmm. um my my viewing is underway, so oh, it's 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 twenty two episodes long, and uh, when that's put down, it'll be finding its way to you, okay. and and we can we'll be able to have a conversation about some some nineties weirdness television. Okay, um, twenty two episodes total. Total. Oh, okay, that's easy. Yeah, one only one season, and it was okay. canceled. We can make that happen. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, sure, I'm, not, I'm not sure what the time frame is on that, but I mean, is as long as you're okay with watching it first and then talking about it. Yes. Later, I'll be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because all, all I have going right now is Enterprise, but I can put a pin in that. You know. Yeah. Whenever. 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 But I have some controversial takes on Enterprise. Okay. That I'm going to keep to myself until, until is the is is, time. is one of them that the theme song is one of the best parts of the show i'd prefer not to say at this time Uh oh i'd prefer not to say at this time what my opinions of the theme song are but i have opinions i have opinions (laughs) i have opinions well i wonder what kind of opinions justin peterson has i don't know could be anything as he wrote in last week as did lawrence but yes uh if you haven't read them they're new to you Yes, they are. If it's not a rerun, if it's new to you, right? You're picking up when I'm laying down. I am. I am. I just want to say how nice it is not to be alone. Uh, a quote the, to uh, headline Justin's email. Hey, Jordan mm. RJ, what's happening? This week on my 2022 Oscars Best Picture preview, we turn to The Power of the Dog, which JD has seen. This mm-hmm. film by Campion is my new front runner in the race since it reminded me of a combination of There Will Be Blood and Days of Heaven. 
The score from Johnny mm. Greenwood creates the perfect ominous tone. Plus, the transition Benedict Cumberbatch's character goes through is fascinating with how he starts out as the ultimate jerk and then seems to be born again. Next week, I look forward to talking about licorice pizza. Oh, is Art. that him or you? That's that's him. Mm. Interesting. Uh, you you want to watch this Power of the Dog, RJ? It's on Netflix, or Maybe. you can go to the movie mill uh, on no, Friday. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay. I'm definitely not doing that. Uh, no. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe if it wins. Well, I mean, I will, I will eventually, but, but uh, I'm not running out, rushing out to see it. You know what I mean? No. I got Enterprise to watch. Scott Bakula's huge package isn't going to watch itself. You know what I mean? What? You'll hear. Once I get to Enterprise, you'll, you'll hear. Yeah. That, I said what I said. I got a I got a question for you here. Yeah. So I was thinking about Star Trek, uh, mm-hmm. as I do the other day, and yeah. I was thinking about the uh, universal communicator thing. Yes. That, oh. that everyone's got installed in their head. So it's a plot point in Enterprise. Oh, okay. Right. That makes sense because it's pre yeah. it's pre original series. But when mm-hmm. you know when you're watching DS9 and Klingons speaking Klingon and you're hearing Klingon, what's up with that? Yeah, I've thought about that too, Jared. Um, and uh, it's been more prevalent now that I'm watching Enterprise because it's back to when they had like the Uhuras or Uhuras in Enterprise. It's Hoshi, and she's like the translator, or she's the calm uh, communications expert or whatever. And uh, I was like, oh, I was like, that's neat that they like they remembered to include that because the translators. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute, when people speak like Ferengi and Klingon. It's like it's still in that language. But I guess the way I saw it was that they have the translators. But when it's two Klingon dudes speaking to each other, I guess they're in their heads. It's Klingon. But what no, but happen- that wouldn't make sense. Well, but I'm talking I'm talking about when there's a scene where you have someone like, hears like, Klingon. Yeah, we're we're right. Well, they're and the, the idea is the Klingon. They like, don't tur- know what they're saying. And, and they turn to one another and they go baka taka baka duck. And then uh, and then but then Riker isn't supposed to be able to hear it or or they say something like a like a swear word in that mm-hmm. language and it's like is, does, is that just a cannot translate? <laughs> like I don't know. You you know what you know what I think a mega nerd would say. I, they would say that the universal translators have a synaptic switch where it's like they can they can just speak and understand a language if they want or speak the universal language where it's like the way I always kind of understood it was like you people speak whatever languages they have and then your translator translates it to for you. So you should hear what they say. But then maybe there's a thing in there where you can like turn yours, turn it off so you can. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. You're really, what is it? You're really failing as a as a colossal nerd here, RJ. Well, I'm only halfway through Star Trek, Jerry. You got to remember that. <laughs> halfway, you're over halfway. Half. Well, all I got left. I got two seasons of Enterprise. Yeah. And then I have four seasons of Discovery. No. Oh. By the time I'm done, two seasons of Picard. Yes, yeah, you're way over halfway. There's way there, more in the back half. There's that animated show. And then there's the uh, the new one that they just put a preview up for today. That strange new worlds. By the oh. time I'm done Enterprise, and then whatever's next, there's You're, five other shows. All those, all the older series have way more episodes than future tracks do. They they're not 26 episode I don't know. things I don't, anymore. I, I don't think so. What are, what do you think they are? Like 12? Yeah, probably. Or 10? Th- maybe maybe? Th- 13? 
Let's see. Look it up. Star Look it up, Chuckles. I'm gonna check. Star Trek Discovery, because that's the that's the main one, right? The main series at the moment. Discovery, yeah. Oh, season four's got an episode called Kobayashi Maru. Oh, of course. And it's got five stars on IMDb. <laughs> that looks good. Uh, season one's got 15 episodes. Season two has 14 episodes. Season three has 13 <laughs> episodes. Uh -huh. And season four has 13 episodes as well. They were going down an episode every season. That's weird. Oh, my God. The newest episode of Discovery has a 4.8 on IMDb. Holy do, smokes. Do people hate this show? Or, or this is out of 10? Out of 10. Oh. On IMDb, it's a 4.8 out of 10. Uh, in, in my mind, I was thinking 5. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Ah. This new season of Star Trek Discovery, there isn't a single episode over a 6. The highest rating is 5.9. Well... I don't know. Well, or is that just people don't like new track? Like BS. The, the user right. base of IMDb might be skewed. Well, one thing I'll say is, and I, I don't want to give a, play my hand too much, but from what I had heard people talking about Enterprise, I was going in expecting a huge pile of shit, and it's not. So, I mean, I don't trust anything the internet says about Star Trek at this point. You know what I mean? But we'll see. I've seen those Klingons in Discovery, and that's not good. Yeah, that's some. Um, that's all I've seen really is the first two episodes of Discovery, yeah. and I was like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. You're a quitter. You gotta, you gotta get back. You gotta get back on the horse. You gotta watch Voyager, and then you gotta watch Enterprise. No, I'll do it if you do it. No, <laughs> you already done it. Exactly. <laughs> so I got nothing to lose. Goat movie question of the week. Not oh. about Star Trek for some reason. So how about mm. Kirsten Dunst? What are her best performances? I will go with Melancholia since I am a big Lars von Trier boy. Um, I don't know. Spider-Man? Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on is pretty good. Did you watch that in theaters she, with your boss? I did not. Uh, I did get to see it on tele, like on the television at my boss's store uh, in perpetuity. Uh, yes, I'm sure. Yeah, it was, I'm oh, sure. It was that and Hardball. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. Oh man. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh... I, I I think I saw Bring It On in theaters, but that's neither here nor there. I'd say the best movies she's in are Eternal Eternal Sunshine and Virgin oh, Suicides. Yeah. Well, okay, but, but, but those she's... aren't her best. Movies. Yeah, she's just in those. Well, I said she was a uh, the, the one season of Fargo she's in. She's very good in. Yeah. And uh, uh, you know, I've never seen the Virgin Suicides. I like Dick. No. You never someone... seen Virgin Suicides? No, never in its You gotta entirety. wait now. I know. Why well, don't? It's too bad. I can do whatever I want. What no, about you what, a, what about Jumanji? She's fine. I mean, she's a main character in Jumanji. What about she's, uh, she's uh, Mary... good in Marie Antoinette? Yeah, Marie Antoinette. No, I don't like the way she looks in the poster. She looks kind of like she's half asleep. Like she doesn't know she's there. She looks kind of confused. That's part of the that's that's like Marie Antoinette. The days. Uh, she's good in Interview with a Vampire. Oh, yeah. And she's good in Small Soldiers. I like that movie. <laughs> look, you remember? That's cinema right there. That is cinema. I'll loan you my copy if you want to watch it this year. Okay. Yeah. Um, Justin asks, you guys going to cross the movie theater picket line this weekend for The Batman? Well, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. But are we, RJ? I mean, RJ. you know, I've had three RJ. separate people... 
not including you. I've had three separate people ask, are you going to go see that in theaters? And I was like, I haven't been to the theater in two years. And they're like, yeah, but. Yeah, but. Yeah, but. The Batman. And I was like, man, I'd like to. Got to do it. I know Sugarhead's interested. Ham Meat is interested. A third separate party that you are unaware of. They are also interested. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this like the Bat, the Cat, and the Penguin type of deal? Kind of. And you're the Riddler. Or the incel in the corner <laughs> with 500 followers yes yes uh i mean i i would like to see it what uh jared in your uh never mind i'll ask you later <laughs> never mind never mind well all i'll say is i i have crossed that picket line uh yes you have so yeah. was uh, it worth it uh yeah it's fine oh okay it's all right so but we'll get there we'll get there Okay. So I'm I'm game, RJ. We'll see the we're we're gonna go see the Batman. Are you ready to spend go, three hours in go. the theater again? That's that's not so great. That's not that's 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 less appealing. However, I can wait. I don't need to see it with a uh, the unwashed unmasked matches. Uh, how how many people do you think have showered before going to the Batman? Well, that's I mean that's always been a problem, but mm-hmm. it's not so bad. Well, so bad. I mean, what what do you think the the safest I've been, most I've, I've, showered version of that would be? Like a Sunday afternoon, or would that be the worst? Saturday morning. Saturday morning. No. Yeah, but the earliest they do is like eleven. Yeah, maybe that's 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 when we saw the, the Vavitch. The Vavitch. No. Yeah, but the Vavitch doesn't got the bat. Well, heat, man, you damn. Know? You know, as time goes on this year. Uh, you know, we're, we're it'll have to be we're gonna have to go on a, a silver fox hunt. Ooh, well, we probably missed them. He oh, probably would have well, been this Saturday. Yeah, for sure. We already missed that window. He would have been this Saturday. There'll yeah. be there'll be other uh, movies. When does the next Robert Eggers movie come out? Because he'll probably be at that the, one. The, the, Vi- the Viking one. Or, yeah, the Northman. Is that what it's called? Sure. Yeah, uh, he'll be at that Saturday matinee. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, I got a bunch of uh, movie theater gift cards because people always gave that shit to me, and they've been just sitting idle for over two years because it was like, I'm not going to the fucking theater. Oh, man. But Uh, Foodie question of the week. Mm -hmm. What would you say is your signature meal you like to impress people with by cooking up on your own? Um, So I do this thing with macaroni and hot dogs where I I pour some eggs on top of it, and then it sticks all together. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I've never done that. Actually, we, we don't host very often because we like being alone. But uh, the few times we have hosted, uh, Andrew makes pork carnitas. So we get like a pork shoulder or something, crock pot it, like put a bunch of seasoning on that, put some ancho chilies on there, some pineapple. And then uh, we pull that pork apart. She's going to uh, break it down. And after it's slow cooked, she'll put it in a pan, get that moisture reabsorbed in there, heat up some tortillas, Jarrett. And then, you know, put it in there, some cilantro on top. Ooh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. If it was just me, I would make chili. Mm-hmm. And people would be like, I don't want to eat chili right now. It's like, yeah. I can't. It's like, this isn't a, a food you serve someone to come that comes to your house. And I'd say, shut up. <laughs> eat it. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. 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 Well. What about you? <laughs> I don't. I don't always host dinner, RJ. But if you were to, but what's your what's to, your uh, what's your dazzler? Oh man, uh, General So's chicken, man. 
Oh yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll uh, one day you'll be regaled with it. It is, it is uh, mm, stunning, stunning you stuff. Can, you can bring it over to me one day. We don't live that far away. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you can walk. You can walk it over if you bundled up real good. Bundled, put a toque on it. Oh, yeah, it's a, a minus twenty with wind chill right now. Oh come on! You've had worse. You've you've walked through colder than that. Ooh, that's about as that's about as cold as I like to walk in. Minus twenty. Well, that's pretty cold. With the gas prices the way they are, maybe oh, I will oh. be walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who won't? Well, Justin says I would make grilled bacon wrapped medium rare filet mignon. I think that, yeah. Uh, twice baked uh, okay. potatoes, grilled okay. asparagus, and pan seared scallops. That's a, hmm. that's a whole. Uh, that's, a, that's a whole entree. What's he serving to to wash it all down? You think a cold one? <laughs> a couple, potentially a couple of cold ones. Well, I mean, cold ones go pretty good with them steaks. I know some people be like, have some red wine with your steak. It's like maybe I want a cold one. That's right. To really wash it down. What uh, pairs with General South chicken, like like grape soda? Uh, Strongbow. <laughs> Strongbow? Okay. Sure. Why not? Not grape you, soda? You, uh, probably not. Okay. General Strohs has got a nice uh, sweetness to it already. Ah. Uh, it's, but it's got that heat. Okay. Okay. You slinging down some Strongbow with, uh, without me? Is that what you're telling me here? Well, I mean, where have you been? You've been can- ah. can- canceling podcasts? Watching Yellow Jackets? Uh huh. Watching Uh, Enterprise? I mean, I've been too busy watching Yellow Jackets to do anything else. You know what I mean? That's right. It's just so. Jared's like, like, his like recommendation that show was just like so wild (laughs) that like I couldn't do anything else. I was so mad at you. Game to the Game Talk. Yes. What are some of your favorite button masher games? For me, I would have to go with the God of War series. And lately, we've been playing a lot of Kung Fu Panda Showdown of Legendary Legends, which is just a Smash Brothers clone that I would argue is better. No. (laughs) I'm Uh, just going to say no. There's that... Oh, fuck. What's it called? It was a Capcom game. And you sucked souls out of uh demons you ran around and killed demons it's like shrek medieval japan yeah shrek that's it with, uh with, i don't remember that demons not demon souls it's like demon sword or some shit demon slayer no. demon soul i'm, I'm de- oh, God, i'll look it up what, what, okay. what about you so what does he mean by button masher just like, like things you just, have to play fast yeah fighting games beat em ups maybe I mean, I am. Get, get, like, I, I, I imagine it's something that's got a lot of like momentum. You're just like yeah. blasting way th- your way through. I don't. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I don't know yeah. if that's like a button masher is like a. It's not the word maybe for this. It, it could be a lot I, of things. I, I got you. What I comes got to you. mind when you're mashing buttons? You just want to. I like, mean, tap. I, I'm a big Smash Bros guy, which you know, I love Smash Bros. Me and me and my my buddies used to do that all the fucking time. We would jam the shit out of Smash Bros. Um, Smash Bros. For beat em ups, I mean, thinking, there's a couple of good ones, you know, like some Final Fights, some Turtles in Time, all that. There, are, that's all good stuff. One of the things, okay, the game I was thinking of was Devil May Cry. Oh, 
Oh. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I haven't played Devil May Cry, but I know it by yeah, name. That so. game. Yeah, that's a, I would yeah. con- I would consider that pretty button mashy because you should be able yeah. to just you can get through it pretty skillessly except yeah. for maybe boss battles and even those are super mm-hmm. easy. I'd say uh, I'm going to change my answer based on what you were just saying for that. Um, I'd, I'm going to say pro- uh, Professor Layton, the uh, puzzler games. Those are high intensity button mashing. It's very curious. Just- it's very curious. Professor Layton. Yeah, just like the uh, Ace Attorney uh, games. I, I was I was going to be dropping uh, a Professor Layton joke uh, at the end of this uh, episode, but you you fucked it. You really? You, you fucking ruined it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have known. Oh well, what? A, well, I, I can't <laughs> wait for your Professor Layton joke, which only like me and one other person. Yeah. Did do people know what profe- who yeah. Professor Layton oh, is? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, of course they yeah. do. Who doesn't? All right, that, well, that, that that little that little yeah, the button masher, huh? Hey, 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 oh, I lost. Why am I losing all the time? Oh, I'm losing. I was, Ace Attorney. <laughs> I was being facetious. I you know, see. but but no one knows what those games are, RJ. You just said. You just said. I I guess I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Smash Bros. Smash Bros. You button mash your way through some dating sims. Oh, you know what I I'm mean, talking about? Yeah, if it's dating sims after dark, I, I believe is uh the one you got to watch out for that one's not good Jared. no that one's not good uh yeah i don't know stuff like that yeah stuff like that uh by the way rj what is that yeah. animal crossing game anyway anything like farmville which i wasted too much time on back in the day uh animal crossing's kind i mean i don't really know farmville but animal crossing is you you go to an island and you build a house and you go and you gather resources. You get like fruit and wood and rocks so that you can build your house. You catch bugs, you catch fish and you interact with villagers and you can buy stuff like new, sh- like when you sell fruit and fish, you can buy like new shirts and hats or like a pinball machine, or you can buy gifts for uh, your villagers, like some dumbbells and you just kind of hang out. Right. And then you make your island whatever you want it to be. It is a very um, slow, like low speed kind of game, you know. No, no one does anything too crazy. Everyone's just kind of hanging out, walking around. Um, I mean, I think Animal Crossing will go down as having the single best timing of a game release ever in history. Like the month of COVID lockdown and Animal Crossing was just this game that was there for people. It was incredible. Animal Crossing is awesome. I think I put down like... It's it's like the Tiger King of video games. Oh, it is. It is 100%. I think I... I don't know. I'd have to check, but I think I put down like 50 hours, 50 or 60 hours in Animal Crossing. How many many hours into Elden Ring are you? Zero, but I have finished the Phantom Pain. And it took me 54 hours. Damn. And I did do a lot of side missions. I did as many as I could. There's a couple that I had left. And then I didn't. There's like missions you can redo, but are like super hard. I didn't do any of those. So I did the main story. I did like two thirds of the side missions and it took me 54 hours. And Uh, I mean, I liked it. So this is how I would rate it. Gameplay. It's the it's number one in the series for sure. Like the gameplay stuff is super good everything is um 
really smooth and it's really fun. Like you've seen when you like Fulton par- balloon people out of things, like you attach like a, a Fulton balloon uh, and the balloon I, goes I, up and it shoots you away. I, kind I, of. I, I kind of have heard about the balloons, but I don't know anything about the balloons. It, it's super fun. So like, does it, it, you can to people, to animals. Cause you start a nature reserve on mother base, uh, people, animals, and then any equipment. So like shipping, like sea cans or like Jeeps, tanks, you have this thing called the Fulton balloon. So you, you like attach it and then the balloon shoots up and the thing kind of gets suspended in air and then shoots up and then it gets sent to mother base. So you're basically kidnapping stuff. And that's really fun to do. Um, Fultoning anything uh, around is good. But the gameplay itself is it's smooth. Um, there's tons of stuff you can do, which is really cool. Uh, the base builder stuff. I'm not a huge base builder person, but I know some people just like go ape shit for that like building bases and managing like staff and whatever um it's essential part of the game i wish i wish that was toned down a little bit because there were sometimes missions i couldn't do because my base wasn't built enough and i was like oh and so then you gotta you gotta go grind like side missions like you know what i mean that that was one thing that i got annoyed by a couple times i was like i was like that doesn't sound like stealthing no that one wasn't but uh the gameplay best in the series story it is one of the weaker ones mm. so and like it, it it's i think it's like right like friend of the show ryan nagel could speak to it way better but like there's a lot around that game because that was when konami and kojima had like their kind of splitting so there was a bunch of stuff about the game not actually being finished um and like there's gaps in the story and stuff but even if uh i watched the things ryan sent me the things there's like this is what some of the things people found in the game that weren't finished but were supposed to be there and that stuff's cool too but even with that the story itself is um it is one of the lower ones where like the past games had a lot more put into them but the one thing i really liked jared the one thing that spoke to me immediately is this game is essentially based on a david bowie song Mm -hmm. and it is like frequently brought up throughout the game so the man who sold the uh sold the world i remember the trailer It is. I didn't realize that. I didn't know that. And then the game starts and it's playing. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I love this. And then, like, there's, like, plot points about the song. And then even, like, they're they're, they're not, like, uh, Foxhound. They're the Diamond Dogs, which is another David Bowie thing. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, I'm into this. <laughs> so the, the David Bowie stuff is amazing. I love that. And uh, there are some cool parts of um, the story. But uh, the way that the... The way the story ends, I can I, I I didn't mind it, but I could see people being like, like getting a little gruff about it, if you know what I mean. Gruff. It was, all are, gruff. If there was an IMDb, would they be on there making like drop <laughs> dropping those ones? Oh, I guarantee. I I bet it's super split, where it's like people absolutely love it, and then people are like, it's not part of the series, man. Not canon. <laughs> can't be canon <laughs> I, I could see a lot of people going for that but uh uh-huh. gameplay it's the best story yeah but the david bowie stuff very nice very nice and you do get a lot of uh good mythos for like like what happens next so you get like um like some of the solid snake liquid snake stuff is it's present a little bit and big boss stuff is present psycho mantis stuff is kind of cool in there and like uh revolver ocelot like there's there they have good the stuff is there. It's just uh, they don't fully get it, if that makes sense. It's all it's there. 
Have you Sorry. listened to a Midge Uri's cover of The Man Who Sold the World? I think that one might be that's in the, the game. Yeah, that's the one I think they probably do use. They have both. Well, do they have Nirvana's? Um, No, but I think that's in The Batman. <laughs> well, there's some Nirvana in there. There's some. I, I, I mean, I probably it's in the tra- It was in the trailer as well. I guess yeah. people were taken aback by its prominence. By how much it's, I mean, yeah, Allegedly. I, I, I do know I have, I have heard Nirvana's one, but off hand, I can't remember like the, I can't remember the to- like the beat in my head of it, but, but that stuff was pretty cool. So I was, uh, I was big, big into that, Jared. And Animal Crossing. And Animal Crossing, yes. <laughs> Yours yeah. and creeping big Oscars boy, J Money Peterson. I guess I may have to stop being a big Russia boy at least for now, due to that whole war deal they are up to. <laughs> Yeah, that whole that whole war thing, <laughs> that whole blowing up you know, maternity hospitals. <laughs> sure. Well, I, I'm glad he. Uh, I'm glad he's aware. I'm glad he's aware of it. Yeah, I, I thought about that. <laughs> yeah, there's Russians in uh, Phantom Pain. I bet there is. Yes, there is. Are they? Yes, but are they ultra nationalists? Some of them, probably. Some. Some of them, probably. Yeah. Hard to say. Hard to say. Hard to say. Uh, should I just read? Uh his follow-up email sure well sure i, I shall justin peterson mm-hmm. hey jared rj what's happening with this email entitled not so fast my friends yes i will spare you all from another long email but i did have to take advantage of double dipping in the mailbag since you guys missed a week so i'm officially dieting again as a result of my in-laws becoming obsessed members of the e2m craze i don't know what that is but if someone said to me you should do etm i tell him to f o you know what oh. i mean <laughs> you know what i mean jared Did uh, you get it? i'm looking at something that's called good energy i just mean if anyone told me to diet in any way i tell him to fuck right off gtfo <laughs> yeah i'd say i tell him to fuck right off be eating my cheeseburgers you know yeah so the good part this time is that my wife is doing it too. So it'll be nice to not get grief about watching what I eat. Mm-hmm. So I kicked off week one by hitting the gym first thing in the morning after I dropped the kiddos off at school. This gave me a firm reminder that I am not a morning person since as a night owl, I much rather sleep in. So mm-hmm. I was curious about your guys's relationships with mornings. Do you have to get up the, uh, the first time you wake or can you decide to hit the snooze? As a night owl, I get so annoyed how morning people always feel the need to shame my preferred sleeping habits. Curious to hear what RJ has to say for this, since it is well documented that he gets about 12 hours of sleep daily. Thanks for the time once again. Cheers. That's it. At least. Well, I well, I mean, yeah, we got we got most of that stuff done. Um, I so am wait. not a morning person. I also am a night, night owl. owl. This is well documented. It is known. How late do you usually stay up? Like three? Oh, well, dep- I mean, fuck, I wish. I wish you could stay up that late. No, I'd say on a work on a work night, I'd probably go yeah. to bed closer to 1 a.m. And I have oh, to wake fuck. up at about, I have to be up at 7.30. Have if, if I went to bed at 1 a.m., I would, <laughs> I would physically not be able to walk the next day at work. Oh, like, I would be such a big shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do get almost 12 hours of sleep. If I, if I can, I, I prefer it. Um, no, I usually, I usually get, I usually get like seven or eight hours. So I, I have to be up at like six 30. So I, 
whatever seven eight hours before then uh, i'll go down so yeah I, usually uh, eight right now the sun's waking me up yeah but uh, it does we're, that we're gonna lose that here in about four days because we're gonna skip forward uh, yeah, how do you someone like asked that? me that today. They're like, when do we spring forward? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, why are you asking me? And they're like, we thought you'd know. And I was like, I don't fucking know. I was like, why do people ask me questions? I don't know anything. Leave me alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know? What do you, you know? Know. But yeah. No, I I wish I had a job where I could just sleep in. And I do too, man. I'll do, I'll do it all later. Just, just leave me alone. I want, I want sleeps. Because I, I, I love sleep, but I, I, I but I also like being away uh, late. So yeah, I know people wake up earlier than I do, but being at work at seven thirty, it's like, uh... and that's why we have coffee. I know. I got a little Keurig in my office. I make my own coffee. Beep, yeah. boop, boop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It makes that sound too. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, don't don't let people shame people with their sleep. I mean, it's bullshit. Oh, no, I mean, sleep sleep as much as you can, man. That's Always. Right. Always. Always. Like, Always. Like hibernate. And people are always like, oh, when you have kids, you're not going to sleep at all. I was like, yeah, well, I know. <laughs> or say, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, listen here, bud. That's why I was like, I don't know if I will have kids. And if I did, that's why I'm sleeping as much as I fucking can now. All right? I and then I give him one of these. What's what's that? Oh, up up their nose with a rubber hose. Something, something. You know what I mean? No. Wow, it's okay. That's that's okay. You rarely do. I I it's true. I rarely do. Well, you want to hear from Tim Jackson Maximus? I mean, yeah. What's that guy up to? Well, let's find out. Uh, so. Has an email entitled Forgotten Movies. Oh. Hello, creeps. Gonna keep it brief this week by adding my own experience to the forgetfulness of the dedicated cinephile. I was choosing a film to watch and decided to watch one from the collection so I could listen along to the podcast. After finishing Knife in the Water and going to log it, I realized I had actually logged it last year and I had no recollection of watching the film. Anyways, hopefully the Rona isn't killing my memory. Mm. I mean, who knows? <laughs> it could be. Could be. I mean, who so, who's to say? It's uh, one of those weird things that uh, you know you read these articles about long COVID and how apparently like thirty three percent who've had it all are experiencing symptoms, and you go, huh? But it's like now mm-hmm. it could be one of those things uh, where no. people are just like you get you forget things and you're trying to like explain it away and maybe people's forgetfulness has remained the same as it always has been i mean people do forget a lot of stuff they do and now i don't i don't forget anything well you're you're not getting any younger yes that's true but you know when you hear about like i mean i don't know i i have my questions we'll see we'll see how it comes out in the wash rj <laughs> since it's over Remember that? Uh, I I I'd like you to. I mean, I just state for the record, I still wear my mask in public. As do I. I know many people don't, but I do. Yeah. And I'm quite happy with that. Well. Someone well, asked me the other well, day, "Why are you wearing a mask?" I said, "I said because of my fucking freedom, you piece of shit." <laughs> and they went, "Oh, you, Jesus!" Say, or you tell them, 
I don't listen to what the government tells me to do. Yeah, I said government tell me to, government told me to take it off. I ain't gonna take it off. I got personal freedoms here, pal. Yeah, that's right. You bub, hear me, bub? Bub? Well, yes. Yeah, I I've logged movies and then mm-hmm. completely forgotten I watched them, and then think thankfully for Letterboxd, it's there to keep me in check. And I go, I still don't remember anything about this. I mean, I don't remember things that we did, as you know. Every week, I don't remember stuff. This so. is true. Yeah, well, if you had to do what I have to do, which is not much, then you wouldn't remember things either. Yeah. With yeah. the new Batman being out, the conversation resurfaces about how this is the first Batman that, quote, unquote, got the comic books and character right. How do you feel about that metric of a film success? To me, it's kind of ridiculous mm. that a character over 80 years old with so many different writers has a definitive persona that the movies have, ne- quote-unquote, never reached. This is coming from someone who likes the mm. eternal Batman mythos from Morrison and Snyder and the large Batman family, though. So who knows? Maybe I'm not a true fan. Also, mm. there doesn't need to be an on-screen Robin. Any thoughts? Oh, but there... But is there, there an on-screen Robin? There's two. Oh, I... I, I thought he was talking about this new one. Oh yeah, that, that uh, that's but, that, that's what he means. Sure. Okay. So which Robins are we talking about? We're talking about Chris O'Dowd, and then we're we talking about Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Wow. No, we're talking about Burt Ward. You son of a bitch. Uh, and and whoever played Robin in previous uh, iterations, like the weird uh, World War Brady. II era Batman one, where they're fighting the Japanese people. Oh, that was Ike Eisenhower. Uh, oh, Eisenhower. Yeah, Ike, Ike himself. He he. Not a lot of people know this, but he stepped he stepped into the role. Damn, he stepped into it. Uh, fighting, yeah. fighting the Japanese, huh? Yeah, I mean he he did what he did. He did it. Keep up the excellent work, Acting Jackson Maximus. Uh, yeah, I don't know about the getting the character right. I, for the most part, it's like, mm. is the movie good? Mm-hmm. That's kind of like that's. I mean, that's a kind of a not really a metric of anything either. What does that mean? It's completely subjective. Um, yeah. And, uh, I mean, people will feel their way through this. Apparently, I've read people complaining on the old uh, Twitter machine about, about, uh, there's these people want to go back and say, you know, actually, The Dark Knight wasn't that good a movie. (laughs) That that shit? Come on. Come on. Uh, I think the best one I saw was um, The Doctor Manhattan on Mars, where it was like, it's 1989. A new Batman movie has come out. It's gritty. It's dark. It's the best Batman. And it's like, it's 2008. I am this many years old. A new Batman movie has come out that's grittier and darker than before. And it's like, it's 2022. I am 35 years old. A new Batman has come out that is grittier and darker than previous. Like, it was, it was something like that. I don't know. I don't know if I sent mm-hmm. that to you, but no. uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, no, people. My favorite was Tucker Stone's take. His was his was pretty good. His was pretty good, but yeah, people don't don't compare it to the Dark Knight. Just just be happy. And yeah, I agree with you. I'm open to I'm open to interpretation as long as the movie's good. Yep. And you, and I'll have you know that uh, my Bane statue has gotten zero <laughs> interest, zero. So uh, any Patreons out there, you got like four or five hundred bucks, you can have a signed copy of Bane from <laughs> us. A signed copy. Four, four, four or five hundred American. American. Jesus. It's worth it. What a steal. It's It'll be signed. Wow. By the creeps. It'll be paying someone that much to take it. 
Yeah. Yeah. What would you pay for it? Nothing. If it was in the if it was at your place of business, nothing. What would you charge for it? I I know. I don't want it anywhere near. My, I don't want to look at it. It's that's your problem. It's your problem. You you put this evil on me. No, you you made a choice. Uh, uh, so yeah, how how do you feel about the metrics of film successes? Have they nailed the character? Yeah, I don't know. Is the movie good? Yeah, pretty I'm much. With you. Yeah, that's all I yeah. care about. You, you'll, I mean, if it is, it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's all that matters so, to me. But yeah, I, 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 I've actually not seen anyone saying that this is the first time Batman's ever been gotten. I think the thing that I have seen a lot is people are going, uh, Christian Bale's is the best Bruce Wayne, but uh, oh. Robert Pattinson's the best Batman, oh. and Ben Affleck is the best of both. <laughs> what? That's what I have oh, seen pretty frequently. Okay. And what I, what I mean by seen is Reddit and Twitter – these aren't people I know. Can I These are just say, opinions I've seen. Can I just say though, it's like Batfleck is pretty bad. No, nah, he's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Did you see him flipping those tires, Jared? Uh, he's, yeah. he's pretty, yeah, that's, he's pretty that's, good. It's pretty bad. It's pretty yeah, well. Pretty not good. You gotta. I hey, I stand by the the uh, director's cut, the Rage edition of BVS. Everyone likes Batman. Everybody likes Batman. Except for the people who say, I hate Batman. They're, they apparently are They go, uh, he's, just, he's just a rip-off of Moon Knight. Okay, I, I, go... I will say, I think there's a there's something really wrong with the people who are like, I, I hate Batman. I'm more of a Superman fan. That is just like, whoa. <laughs> there's... That's, that's, that's not all right. That's not all right. Because <laughs> I, already know, some... I already know there's, there's people who have like their... They're Superman shirts when they go to their gym. Oh, yeah. They go to the gym. They're big Superman fans. Mm-hmm. They've never read, they've never read a Superman comic in their life. They like the they like the idea. They like the um, iconography. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "I'm a Superman." Yes. Or you yes. can put a shirt on, or say, "I'm a Superwoman." How many people do you know that have the Superman emblem tattoo? Like on their bicep or something. Because I know... How many do I know? I don't, I, I don't I've encountered I... three or four people in real life I think that I've, I, that I've act, had to interact with, not just strangers, one. that I've actually had to talk to. That's bizarre. That's a lot. Yeah. But I, I mean, that is a lot. That, 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 but there's more value in the brand than there is the actual storytelling. Yes. Like, yeah. I'll buy a lot. I, I agree. A lot. Do you think, do you think there's anyone that... Is like I'm like more of a Moon Knight guy than a, a Batman guy. Do you think that those people exist? Oh, they're coming. They'll be here. They'll be here soon. Uh-huh. That, that that's out right away, isn't it? Soon enough. I mean, the trailer came is was uh, is a month or and a half ago already. Oh, oh yeah. It's, so believe believe you me, people will be in a mad rush. And who knows? Maybe maybe they'll be like, well, Moon Knight's actually better than the Batman. And it could be true. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. Could I be. don't care. I don't give a fuck. Like I, this Batman movie could be balls. <laughs> like just be fucking sh- smelly shitty balls. For all I know, smelly shitty balls. <laughs> That's eh? right. They could be just just get out of here. The Batman. Wow. <laughs> I don't wow. know. And then I could be like Moon Knight. Ooh la la. Like, give me you... give me a lifetime subscription to, to the Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. I want. I want it. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, Moon Knight, and then don't forget, but She-Hulk is coming, Jared. I know you're a big She-Hulk guy. Yeah, I'm really into the sexy green ladies. I like Star Trek too, you know. Well, you said it. You said it. <sighs> yeah, who's playing She-Hulk? Have they cast her? Uh, what's uh? I think it was that lady from that show Orphan Black or whatever. I never watched that show, but I know people really loved it because she played like nine roles in that or something. Have you ever heard of that show, Orphan T- Black? Tatiana Maslany? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was in a show called Orphan Black where she played like nine characters, and people uh, people loved it. They're like, she she deserves awards. All the awards. All the awards. Oh, so, yeah. I'm looking up this. So, we got that going for us. Is she, is she, is she, is she going to get jacked? Mm. Well, She-Hulk's kind of big, but like not like... Well, depends who Jack, dra- right? depends, uh, depends who draws her. No, 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 no. She's no, no. She's yeah, no, no. She's huge. Depends who draws her. But generally, she she's yeah. She hulks out just like Hulk. Maybe you need to hulk out once in a while. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> burst out into my uh, my purple pants. Well, <laughs> I mean, you go into that taco time. They don't cut that pump back. Like you, you tell them bring the pump back. You say COVID's over. Well, yeah, that's true. You say if that Where pump's is... not back here next uh, week, and, you're uh, gonna hulk yeah. into those purple pants. Mm-hmm. They, and and they wouldn't like it when I'm angry. They're not gonna like it when you're excited either. You know what I mean? Eating that sauce. Oh. But actually, that I'd be interested. Tell me if the sauce ever comes back. Like pump sauce? Yeah. Because you you gotta you gotta imagine those people probably want that back too because that's way less work for them. They gotta individually pump sauce. It's like hours out of the day. That's not fair. You know. You know. So the war is crazy, hey. <laughs> Speaking of the war. Yeah. We got an email from one George Holzheimer. Holy shit! Right from Lithuania. That's the that's the Baltics, my friend. They, they haven't got, heard it. They got Baltic birch in Lithuania, which Holy George fuck. doesn't live in. But that that'll be said, he definitely lives in Lithuania. We haven't heard from him in what three years? Yeah, this, 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 this could be an urgent email. God damn, what's happening? Back on track. Hey guys, hope you guys are doing okay, and hope last week's gap was not caused by something too serious, RJ. Wow. Who's to say? Who's to say? Don't ask me. Who's to say? As someone who hasn't had any interest in Millennium before, I must admit that your season one recap and bonus Patreon content actually made me quite curious. Oh. I I don't think it's available to stream anywhere, but I saw some secondhand DVDs on our local eBay. So who knows? RJ, there could be one one convert. I, I need everyone who's interested in Millennium to contact Fox, which is now owned by Disney, yeah, and to t- please tell them why this sudden burst of interest of Millennium is coming, and how can I be do the introduction to the Disney Plus show? I'll say, listen, guys, this isn't what Disney Plus is usually about. Yeah. You ever heard of the Darko meter, the Black meter? Because Frank Black is here, and he's not going anywhere, baby. He's not going anywhere. Damn, look at that, RJ. People wanted it. They didn't know, and even you didn't know. You didn't know how much you wanted Millennium Talk. Well, man, you didn't wait, wait, know. wait, wait till they turn into bonus episode two. Oh. Is that, is, is that happening? 
I mean, whenever you want. I'll I'll do it. We'll do it the same way as last time. Okay. All right. Well. All right. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yep. Uh, having our national treasure of Stroopwafels mentioned the other week made me very proud. A delicious yes. combination of crispy cookie and sweet molasses. Pro tip: mm-hmm. It's even better when put in the microwave for a couple seconds. See, no, they're too delicious. I can't wait. See, but the trick here, and I'm sure he knows, as it is his local delicacy, is you get that cup of coffee. You just put the stroop waffle on top. The heat from the coffee rises up, heats it up a little bit, gets a little melty, and then you eat that bad boy. Mm-hmm. Or if coffee's not your jam, you know. Hot chocolate, yeah. or whatever, Earl Grey tea potentially. Yeah. That's a good pairing as well. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, anyways, excited to hear about RJ's take on Enfarto on Kerius. What <laughs> made Jared finally go back into an actual theater? So bring mm-hmm. it on. Have a good one, George. What's well, goddamn good to hear from George Hoshmeyer, that Lithuanian bastard. Mm-hmm. I was worried about him. Oh. I thought they got him. <laughs> I thought they got him. Yeah. You know, the communists? What? <laughs> the Red Menace? Oh, what? I see. I don't know. Isn't that isn't that a constant scare in uh, Europe? It's the Red Menace or something? I don't isn't, know. I feel like that's more of a... That seems like a North American thing now. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I grew up if, in if, North if, America. If, if, so. I, if I, if I uh, understand Reddit properly and Twitter well, and, and, and Telegram. Telegram? Yeah. Is that a new thing? That's a, what's a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. You still get nudies on there? Uh, probably. You get oh, whatever. Okay. You probably get whatever you want. Okay. You want to hear from Samuel Loveland? Maybe. He's an email titled "Hello, <laughs> Hello." Good. <laughs> Hello, creeps. I write this week's email to you from the Sam country. I think you meant same country, but I I prefer the Sam country. Yeah. I think you should get a diplomatic um, statehood or whatever. I see. I I arrived in Montreal, Canada this past Saturday and will be staying till Sunday. I'm having a blast so far. Oh, that's nice. The weather has been great, if not a bit snowy, but nothing I can't handle. I hope both of you are doing well, but I don't know if I'll be able to forgive you for skipping a week. Oh, well. Well, I told you. I had some stuff I had to deal with. It happens. I I guess here's a foodie question for you. Do you guys like poutine? Apparently, you can get it at McDonald's here. I think it's pretty good. I love poutine, but I'd say the McDonald's one is not the not the yeah, first one you should try, because McDonald's fries, although terrific, they can't withhold the gravy the way other fry chain like fries can. Burger King's got a decent like if you're just doing fast food, Burger King's got a decent one. <laughs> Wendy's has got a decent one, but if, if you can get like a real poutine, go get a real poutine. Yeah, I'm sure there's some uh, some options. RJ, I, I'm sure Montreal's got actual poutine places. Go to an actual poutine place and get one of the one of theirs because that that'd be the best. Yeah, that'd be the best. Also, yeah. are either of you going to see the Batman? Everybody <laughs> wants to know. RJ, how many is that now? Huh? Huh? That's five. Yeah, people have asked me. Yeah, I six with you apparently. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I don't know if Jackson was asking, but I mean, well, that's, that's that's several. That's over half a dozen. Yes, that's it's several, several. I don't know. We'll there hasn't been this much interest in us seeing a movie in a long time. In years, 
Mm -hmm. Years. Years. Yeah. Thanks, and have a good show. Sam Slam, Love Machine Loveland, and aw, he's even got a French translation below. What is it? Sam Wow? Bonjour, creeps. Bonjour. Oh, non, oui. Well, je vous écris le email de cette semaine depuis le même pays. Depuis? Depuis là? Je suis arrivé au Montreal, au Canada, samedi dernier. Well, I mean, he, it is important that he stays bilingual because that is what our country demands. Yeah, they'll, otherwise they'll get you. I like this, though. L'un de vous l'a également voit The Batman. The Batman. Now that now will you see it? Now that, that French Sam Samuel uh, has asked. That French Samuel? I'm, it's, it's in consideration now, for sure. Okay. All right. Fine. Great. That's it for the emails. Thank you, everyone. Uh, yes. Thank you for the emails, everyone. Everyone. God bless you. Uh, yes. God bless you, sons of bitches. Friends. Friendos. Friends and fellow countrymen. Friends and friendos. What side of the war are you on? Oh, I beg your pardon. <laughs> Nothing. Never mind. RJ. Mm-hmm. Um, what you been creeping on, buddy? Uh, I mean, I wasn't going to talk about Encanto uh, or Infarto, as I, I described it. Mm-hmm. But I watched that Encanto movie. Um, what, what is that? I don't know what that is. Is, I, it, is, it's that, like, is, that, for, is that for kids? It was Disney's new mo- new one that came out, but it came out through stream. And we were babysitting Andrew's niece, so we threw that on and... Uh, um it had some stuff that was okay in it but um uh like i don't know if this is is this like a pixar or i don't know it's just disney's new movie um it was a musical some of the music was okay but some of the music was really dumb uh and it's that lin manuel miranda guy and i don't i don't know if that i don't, is. I don't know who that is he he does if there's a movie that has music in it now he's probably done it um so i wasn't really big into that i thought the one thing that is cool is it takes place in Colombia, and there's lots of like Colombian things in there, and I thought that was cool. But uh, movie itself, I was like, eh, I don't know. It was like everyone has magic inside them, Jarrett, and you go, yeah, I, I know. But also when we were watching, Andrew's niece was telling me to go away because she didn't want to no. hang out with me, so mm-hmm. it kind of kind of put a damper on the movie experience for me as well because she's like, go away, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right. I was like, I won't, I won't make you hang out with me if you don't want me to. Okay. What were you doing? I was just sitting there. I wasn't even. Her and Andrew were on the couch, and she's like, "Stop." She's only like two. She's like, "Go." And I was like, "All right." So yeah. I sat on the, I sat on the floor, and then she was still like, "Go." And I was like, "Geez, all right." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "All right, <laughs> fine." She, she told you. I brought her some like goldfish crackers and she's like mm. yeah yeah fuck off yeah like, she said she said right. she said fo she did she did so i watched that and that was like fine um i mean i wouldn't in, in terms of disney movies that's it's pretty low on my ladder if that makes sense but uh whatever um and then i've I already talked about Phantom Pain, but uh, well, I mean, well, speaking I mean, of la- speaking of ladders, how would you rank 
the the Metal Gear Solid franchise now. In terms of games? Yeah. Well, so I I can't stress enough that I think Phantom Pain is the best gameplay. But in terms of story, I I'm I'm all about the Guns of the Patriot baby. Metal Gear Solid 4. I'm all about that one. I think that is that's the top of the top for me. That's a big bad boy. Yep. I'd go four and then three, so Snake Eater. And then I would go, I think five and two are tied. Because five's okay, but five's, I don't know. I actually, I like the storyline in, in Metal Gear Solid 2. Uh, even though people didn't like the ride and stuff. I actually I actually really like the story in two. So I'll go five, three, two, or not five. Four, three, two, three, two, five, one, one, and and one is still good. I like one, but one and five are the weakest. I think so. Four, three, two is my ranking. Yeah, it, that's how it is to me. But I I really liked four and two, like their the like war economy story that was uh set up in those ones and where it goes. I I loved that. Like, and I think. I played it like a. I played those games over the last year and a half, and it's like, I was like, these games are twenty years or like not twenty, but like almost twenty years old, and it's like this seems so relevant right now. I was like, this is this is timeless, Jared. This is amazing. <laughs> timeless. It's timeless. I was like, it's so topical right now, man. So, are you uh, really dreading a Metal Gear Solid movie one day? Well, it's being made right now is with it, your buddy with is, your is buddy it, Oscar Isaac. Is it really going to happen, do you think? Well, allegedly. Is, is, it, is it guaranteed now to happen? Well, Oscar Isaac's attached and Jordan Voight Roberts is attached, but whether or not that means it's actually happening, I don't know. But I do believe it's supposed to start filming in, like, this year. Yeah, it has no, da- it, it has no date. Yeah, I think they've said it's starting this year, but uh, until it actually starts filming and finishes, then... Exactly. But I mean, you just watch, you just do the cutscenes. It's the great, it's a one ha, one hundred hour movie, and it's one of the best movies you'll ever watch. If you if you just go from one to five, you know what I mean. It's amazing. It's an incredible story. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Kojima's incredible. Oh, Spirit man. Gamer made an incredible story. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know him. You remember him. So yeah, that's where I would rank those. But. Uh, yeah, Metal Gear is awesome, man. I, I do want to play Metal Gear Rising, the because I mean apparently it's kind of like turned into cult fandom now, where it was like people didn't like it and it's goofy, but people are kind of turning on it. So that sounds cool. But um, anyways, and I've been watching a lot of Star Trek, a lot of Star Trek. Yeah, I'm halfway through through season two of Enterprise. Oh, I thought you sounded like you were done season two. No, well, well. Enterprise is when we still actually have like like full seasons. So I think I'm like 12 into. Let me see here. Uh, I'm 10 into season two. But, you know. So anyways, I got that going for me. That's good. I mean, I'm, you got something going for you. I got that going for me. That's beautiful, man. Star Trek will, Star Trek will get you guys out of a lot of hard times. Trust me. It, uh, <laughs> it'll be your best friend. Believe you me. Believe you me. So you want to talk about uh, your endeavors and then... Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we have we got the gall to do Millennium tonight, but, you know, one day, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, we got maybe the, another day. We got the gal. But that's all for me. What do you got? 
Uh, well, RJ, mm-hmm. I, watched, I watched a movie. I saw. I actually saw that. You I did. watched it after much, much deliberation and going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, my my usual Tuesday plan of uh, going for a walk uh, fell through. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, finally, I'm like, you know what? It's time to maybe to break the streak. Mm-hmm. So I went to a movie in the, in the theater. And how was the theater experience? And, and that's it, what I, it was dead. It was that's dead. what I care about most. There, there, there was like three people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if people are other than like for the big movies are really going to theaters at this point. I doubt and, it. Um, from uh, one of my sources, um, mm-hmm. Corey, who's gone to many movies over COVID, he says that every time he's ever gone, it's been totally dead. And yeah. he says it's starting to get busier now. There's like, oh, there's. 12 people in the theater as opposed mm-hmm. to less than 10. <laughs> I see. And that, okay. uh, my experience, yeah, there was three people mm-hmm. and me. And I had my mask on. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Uh, at least, at know. least, at least from what I could tell, the one of the other people also did, but whatever. I, I mean, as long as you space out. Exactly. Hopefully you're exactly. okay. Hopefully. Ho- ho- it's fine. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So, what movie prompted me, a, uh, a co-host of a movie podcast, to go out and break the streak after two years? Was it The Power of the Dog? It, no, but I did see a trailer for it, and I also got to see a trailer for that Death on the Nile movie. Ugh, but how, how no, is that? Well, I didn't, I don't. It doesn't matter about the trailer so much as the the quality of the trailer that they were using. This thing mm. looked like it was in like. 480p and being projected onto the screen it was just like when your youtube really slows down and it looks like complete dog shit it looked mm-hmm. like that i was like what's going on because of that because just prior to that power of the dog the trailer for that was on and it looked so good but mm. what a strange trailer watching uh that after seeing the movie you watch the trailer and it really pretends like a whole lot happens and it, it doesn't, but but it's like, oh, man, like when you see it, like, all chopped up, you're like, oh, man, this is going to be huge. It's, like, too much to keep track of. And you're like, no, there's not. There's not. It's a like, super straightforward story. But this Death of the Nile trailer, my goodness, it looked like. <laughs> it was like, a good one? Oh, it, the, the picture quality was uh, real rough. And I was like, mm. it brought me back to, ah, the theater experience where you have no control over anything. Mm-hmm. Hell of a thing. Any minute, some guy's just going to smash popcorn all over my face by accident and go, whoops. Oops. And then burp right near your face, <laughs> put their bare feet close to your head. Yeah, shit themselves. Mm-hmm. And they go, it won't stop coming out. Oh, <laughs> and you go, come on. <laughs> I uh, I heard a good joke on a TV show the other day. And it was uh, they were talking about a character, but it was like, did you hear about Troy's diarrhea? It's all over town. And I I interpreted that as a double entendre, and I thought it was really funny. Mm-hmm. Really funny. So it's, you know, it's coming. It's not just coming out. It's like, did you hear about that guy's diarrhea? It's all over town. Literally and metaphorically. Right. You know what I mean, Jerry? Yeah, I got you. I feel diarrhea. you. So I saw Paul Thomas Anderson's Licorice Pizza. And is it aptly named? Uh, I mean, it's a title. Does it have licorice or pizza in it? No. The fuck? 
Yeah, it's kind of like how there was no Phantom Thread. Well, the Phantom Thread is like an idea, man. Uh, is there an idea of licorice pizza in this thing at all? No, it is a plan. Yeah, I think if it, if I if it was in the movie at any point, I missed it. But apparently, it was like an actual pizzeria in the Encino or whatever Los Angeles, the that area. But I don't think I if I, I might have blinked and missed it. But other than the title card, that's it. Hmm. Big boy. Uh, okay. You know so about, uh, you know about the San Fernando Valley? Not really. You know about the 1970s? Mm, I wasn't alive yet, but I know it's a time uh, time that existed. So, RJ, as a as a high school boy, what kind mm-hmm. of grifts did you have going on on the side? Ooh, I actually did some grifts, but I don't really want to incriminate myself too much. Did let's see. Um, hmm. Were you selling water beds on the side? Maybe. Okay. All right. All right. How about opening up your own pinball arcade? Maybe. Okay. All right. Okay. I don't um, want to say anything too incriminating. Did you uh, pick up smoking? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, when when it came down to the, to Mackin, mm-hmm. Mackin on some some ladies oh geez uh, uh did you like trying to like kind of uh shoot shoot high shoot your shoot your shot uh perhaps on um a woman mm-hmm. uh maybe 10 years your senior maybe maybe were you also a uh semi-professional actor uh, maybe. <laughs> well rj this movie is your life what? This is my grade twelve year. Is that what you're well, saying? Well, this is like grade ten year based on math. What? Because they're sixteen or? Well, uh, Cooper Hoffman, son of uh, the late great Philip Seymour Hoffman, plays yeah. uh, Gary Gary Valentine. Gary. <laughs> Gary. And he, People aren't named Gary. In 1970s, they were. He has a younger brother. Named Greg, and I went Greg the Hammer Valentine. Is that him? No. Wow. Um, you know, okay, have you ever met anyone named Gary in real life? Yeah. No, well, come on. Absolutely, I have. Come yep. on. Yep. Nah. Okay. Anyways, keep. I, I don't. You, what you, you don't know? You don't. Going. You don't know Gary Larson? I don't know him personally. Well, I do. I can't I verify that he's an but actual I've, real I've, guy. I've, I've known. I've known some Garys. I don't know. I okay, whatever. Doesn't matter. I just I doubt it. That's all. Calm down. I doubt it. <laughs> so whatever. Uh, so this this kid, um, very confident young man. Yeah. Very confident. Oh shit. And uh, it's picture day at the high school, and while he's uh, waiting to get his picture taken, um, there's this young woman uh, played by Alana Haim from the band Haim. You know about Haim? Uh, I do know the band Haim. Okay, well, this yep. is this is Alana Haim of that band, and I, I, I'm assuming it's the other sisters are also in this movie playing her sisters. They are not as heavily featured though. Uh, you feel? You but got... how how much is Haim featured specifically? Uh, not well. I mean, Alana Haim is, but 
no no hame is hansen present at all no hansen. The band hansen no hansen. there's no umbop no umbop shit there's a lot of, there's some pretty good good tracks some uh deep cuts thrown in there it's a nice melody uh like some, yellow jackets it, this is uh no nothing is uh as obnoxious as okay. seen in that what's the other movie i watched that had that that way too much 90 sweat for my taste with some real on the nose fear street views. well there's that but there's something else yeah. too recently what the hell was that though not fear street mm-hmm something else what was the other 90 show i watched recently i don't know <laughs> fuck here i'll, I'll go God. oh mid 90s that movie oh right yeah right. that that was a uh, a bit much a bit much and i don't know what i don't know what's up with that this this thing that this was like kind of hitting you over the head of like this is what it was like in the nineties, you stupid fuck. Whereas Lakers Preachers is that what just they like said? it's it's about just establishing, hey, this movie uh it's gonna it's gonna really feel it's gonna feel like the nineteen seventies. Pretty right. pretty much as effortlessly, I think, as you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so this kid, he's like, Hey, I'm we should go for, we should go for dinner. And she's like, What? It's like what's she's she's like kind of like amused by this because this fifteen year old's hitting on her. She's twenty five, mm-hmm. and he's like, but he's just talking. He's got all this like he's got that game, RJ. He's got confidence. He does. Yeah, he's telling her the place. She's like, how you don't have a job? You don't have money to pay for a date. How are you gonna pay for it? And he's like, I got money. He's like, I'm an actor. <laughs> I was in this like under the roof uh, production, and uh, I got paid. And my mom mm. does um, like promotional tour stuff. Uh, his mother's played by the waitress. Mm-hmm. You know the which wait from Always Sunny. Yes. Oh really? Yep. Oh, good for her. Yeah. So she's good here. Um, and anyway, one yeah. thing leads to another, and they become entangled. In, in various ways, there's ups and downs of their um, relationship. That isn't mm-hmm. a, isn't a typical relationship, I guess. It's a friendship, hateship, business relationship, um, and you kind of wonder why is she going along with this. And then she asks these questions herself, um, and uh, I don't know. That's kind of the template, I guess, of the movie. That I don't know. Most people probably know. If you've seen the trailer, uh, I have not. Oh, well, I don't really watch trailers. I guess. Um, you got... I mean, I if I watch it, I watch it without sound. Yeah. Um. So I, I'll see. I'll see some of the imagery, but yeah, I have not seen the trailer. We get a little bit. We have one of the uh, greatest John C. Riley cameos imaginable. Really? He's got some pretty good ones. This, this one's like uh, so good. Okay. <laughs> so good. It's so it's so wonderful. And I can't say anything about it cuz it kind of ruins it, but mm-hmm. when after you see it, whenever you see it, cuz I would recommend it. It's, it's, it's well, a, whenever it's, it pops up on streaming, I'll yes. watch it. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is definitely a streamable streamable movie cuz it is yep. uh it is over 2 hours long. About 2 thir- Ooh, yeah. 2 213. Um I didn't think it was. It didn't feel long. This is no Phantom Thread, that's for sure. But uh, so this is kind of in that. I don't know. I guess you call it second tier, Anderson. Okay. It's still pretty good tier. Still pretty I mean, good. Second tier, tier Anderson still like this is tiers that other directors can't get. Right. So. Yeah. Exactly. You, other guys can't do as good as that guy can. What? 
Other guys can't do as good as that guy can. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, uh, yeah, it's, it, it is not inherent vice territory. It's, uh, it's in, for me, it's kind of in the master uh, zone. Maybe a little uh, yeah. tick, tick, tick above that. Tick, a, t- a ticky poo. Oh, yeah. We also get uh, we get a little Sean Penn, a little bit of Tom Waits. Sean Penn. A little bit of Bradley Cooper. Oh my! A little bit of a little bit of Benny Safty. You know Benny Safty. You know the Safty. Do you know Benny Safty? Yeah. I do know Benny Safty. Yeah. I didn't know he was in that. No. Yeah. We we even get a little bit of uh, George DiCaprio. Who? The father of Leonardo DiCaprio. Is that a real person? It is. Really? Yep. A real real guy. Oh. He was a. Uh, I think like an underground cartoonist, underground comics cartoonist, way back when, or hmm. or production, or did some or a publisher or something like that. Yeah, it's yep. the first time hearing about it. Well, now you heard it, pal. Hmm. And I hmm. believe uh, there's a there's a I don't know if, on my wonder I just clicked I see there's a a Spielberg that gets mentioned here, but I'm not sure if it's Spielbergo Destry. Is it Spielbergo? I don't know if it's a. Uh, spawn of Spielbergo. I feel like it's a pretty specific name. Oh, there's photos of her with her uh, maybe father or uh... nope, that is her dad with with Kate Capshaw. Hmm. So yes, the daughter of Spielberg talking about giving people hand jobs. So hmm. that's problematic. Something. Great dialogue. Uh, as as you could expect, and some mm-hmm. really really great like scenes involving phones and no dialogue that are really really good, and you kind of go, man, that's so fucking great how you could do a scene with no <laughs> one talking and it makes total sense, and it's tense. Do you think we could do an episode of this podcast with no talking? <laughs> I think it would require a visual component. No. Okay. Well, then no. 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 I'm gonna try. Okay. Well, we did that last week. Remember? Oh, but it seems like. To be honest, that generated more input than we've had ever. <laughs> Is it th- did when it we th- don't put out episodes, we get way more interaction. Do you think if we hadn't done it, if, if we had done an episode last week, we would have less or more emails considering the Batman came out? Less. And I think our interactions online would have also been less. Yeah. The Twitter, the Instagram, and the Facebook were more... They had more interactions than any regular week. So. That's right. Because they were waiting for an update, which never came, until I posted a, a graphic. It was like it was holding up the bat signal, RJ. And what did it say? Uh, well, it's just the logo. But you know what that mm-hmm. logo is? What, that, what? It, what you're looking at there? RJ. No. That is our logo burnt into dead flesh that is a piece of leather and it, i used a brand new laser cutter that i received at work this week to test it out and one of the one of the it has a whole thing of samples of material mm-hmm. to use and this this leather you can't really see it in the photo it, it looked a little weird and veiny i can kind of see it yeah so that that is a uh some that's some leather that I burnt. Leather I daddies. Bra- I branded. That's our brand. Leather dad. He. So what are you gonna do with this? Are you gonna offer it a like, like I don't know what, like four hundred dollars? Isn't it's like isn't that how NFTs work? 
Yeah, we could auction. Should we put it up for auction? What do you think auction style NFT would? What do you think the high bid would be? Like six thousand? Fifty cents. Fifty cent, like the rapper. So like multi millions, because he's worth a lot. Okay, seventy five cents. That's my mm. that's that's my favorite musician. That's potentially less. Yeah, I think so. It's about seventy five cents. <laughs> that's that's potentially less, Jared. Yeah. That's, but, that's I mean, no, it looks uh, good. Did you ever play that fifty cent video game? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. It's pretty. It good, was right? it was a little clunky what, blood, blood, at blood, times. Blood on the sand. Mm. Don't was that was that Don't. what it was called? Yeah, fifty cent blood on the sand. I thought it was get rich or die trying. Maybe that was something else. Uh, no, that's a isn't that is that an album? That is an album, but I thought it was oh. also the name of the game. I definitely played it. I definitely played it. It was, it was trying to be like Grand Theft Auto, kinda, right? But it wasn't quite, you know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let's see, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I de- I mean, I, I for sure played it. Hitch had that game. Oh yeah, and it was in a, it was in frequent Hitch rotation. If you know what I mean? Yeah. He played it a lot. He played it a lot. That's exactly what I meant by that. Yeah. Okay. So Licorice Pizza, it's got a a thumb up. It's a good show. Still better than a lot of other movies made, but not not uh, the top of the top. The PTA. Right. Yeah, and that's okay. Gotcha. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Nope. Hey, it's still like you said, it's still better than what a lot of other assholes are making. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Is it as good as Millennium? <sighs> well, there's only one way to find out. Oh shit. So I mean, if it's that time, well. So long, suckers. We'll join you, good people, in the Patreon zone. And otherwise, in like 15 seconds, you'll be talking to us like normal again. Like nothing Like happened. normal. Like no, like nothing. And it'll be like no time passed at all. But you'll be left out of the big conversation for the big dogs. One's the willing to dogs. put down at least a dollar every <sighs> month. If they want to hear about the Darko meter, the black meter... They're going to have to get prepared for this. That's right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Money, please. That's another classic. Oh. Well, it's, it's one of the. It could be one of the. One of the best I mean, we've done. What a best. what a pay what a payoff to sixty six episodes. Well, I mean, the black meter has to get addressed here. I mean, have you ever seen or heard of anything quite as life changing as the Frank Black meter? And mm. one of the most disturbing episodes in millennium history. A hundred percent. And I do stand by that. That episode is hard to watch. Wow, man. Those uh, Patreoners, they got they got a lot to chew on. A lot to digest. All all several of them. Yes, they're all they're all in the camp there. They're all there. Yeah, just can't. There's so much to look forward to. Just so, so much millennium talk, Jared. So much. So much. Um. But anyway, hey, you know what else I watched? I just remembered. What? I watched AEW 
Revolution ah. on a Sunday night. And? Wrestling. Uh, it's pretty good. You like wrestling, RJ? It's fine. You know about CM Punk? Sometimes. You know about Brian Danielson? I know Daniel Bryan. Wow. That's, that was his slave name over oh. at WWE. But now he's, now he's got his own name back. So he's going by his real name. Brian Danielson, as opposed to Daniel Bryan. It uh, makes a world of difference. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm sure it does. You should, you should, so can only imagine how people talk about wrestling on the internet. I'm, I'm Re- sure. Referring to people by their, as having slave names at the WWE, for instance. <clears throat> this is a thing. Yeah, I'm going to say no thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was a fine show. Good matches. It was goddamn long, though. Four and a half hours almost. As long as Millennium? As long as Millennium. Mm. Okay. But does Millennium have dog chain collar matches? Who's to say? Does it have ladder matches? Does it um, have 62 and almost 63-year-old Sting jumping off of balconies through a stack of chair uh, tables? I don't think so. For it re- could. For real. Sting. If they brought it back. Old, old man Sting jumping jumping around like he's New Jack, baby. If they brought it back, it might. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's something worth uh noting, I guess. But other than something. Other than that, yeah. Uh, how about any news, RJ? No. Nothing? No. What about What do you have news? I don't know. I could have news, but I don't think I do. I doubt it. Nothing's happened. Nothing has happened nope. at all in the world of entertainment. I, I see right now there's a bunch of uh, wrestling news. Uh, no. Because it's Wednesday and it's AEW. Because, you know, oh, I see the Eternals is trending. Why do you think that is? Uh, Something that I care a little about, I'm sure. Something about major players. Um. Angelina Jolie has been nominated for favorite movie actress for her performance in Eternals. From which body? Uh, unknown. Unknown. I don't care about Eternals. I didn't before, and I'm not going to now. Uh, uh, do you nominate anybody for uh, favorite role? In movies? Yeah. You, for... Uh... Taco Time Man. Taco Time Man. That the guy like... who eats Taco Time. Yeah. On his on on his lunch breaks. That's right. Yes. Sometimes. Yes. Yes. Sometimes. Outstanding. Well, we got a movie to talk about that we watched two weeks ago. Uh, uh I watched it two days or last night. So with I don't know what you're talking about. With commentary. Yes. It's cheating. That's like that's like you're not even watching a movie. It's listening to some guy. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> After the break, we're gonna get married. Huh? We're getting married. Off camera. Oh. He looks like Gary Cooper. Who? He's an actor.
You can talk about late spring in five minutes, right? Probably. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. <clears throat> and we're back. This is the Criterion Creeps podcast. And tonight we're talking about Late Spring from 1949, directed by Yashijiro Ozu. The synopsis for this film, RJ. No tagline, but we got a synopsis. Noriko is perfectly happy living at home with her widowed father, Shushiki, and has no plans to marry. That is, until her aunt Masa convinces Shushiki that unless he marries off his 27-year-old daughter soon, she will likely remain alone for the rest of her life. When Noriko mm. resists Masa's matchmaking, Tsuchiki is forced to deceive his daughter and sacrifice his own happiness to do what he believes is right. <gasps> is that accurate? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you really sure? I am sure. Mm. I, I maybe, maybe did I watch late maybe summer? I watched late summer instead, or late autumn. Or Virgin Spring. Yeah, you might have watched the wrong movie. Well, yeah. let's find out. Let's oh, find well. out. Uh, so this was a rewatch for me. Mm-hmm. I watched this like six years ago, I think, when I was getting into that Ozu. And uh, I really liked it, I guess, when I, when I first watched it. I, I, I dropped a big four and a half stars on this movie. And mm-hmm. uh, I think it might have been maybe the first Ozu movie I ever had seen. And I think, um, for me, I was really struck, and I feel this kind of the same way about this, the cinematography, the uh, pure visual storytelling, the simplicity of the story, uh, all those things were, like, uh, really pleasant to, to, mm. wa- to watch as a movie, I guess. And be like, man, this movie is so, so, so nice. This is such a nice little movie. Uh, pleasant, he ple- says. Pleasant, I says. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go through it, though, because sometimes this movie, there's like when the, when the drama ramps up, when uh, Ozu gets like violent, where it's like, it, it's very funny uh, watching, watching. When Ozu gets violent? Yeah, when, when there's like violence in Ozu movies or when people are upset, and you're like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? People are raising their voices. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. We'll, we'll get there, though. So, yeah, so this was a rewatch. It's, it had been a number of years, and I was kind of curious um, how my own temperament or taste in movies might have changed in the last six years, uh, particularly post-doing this podcast. What do you mean? Well, as we've discussed before, um, being strapped in and having to watch these movies as we have decided to in order, regardless of if you're in the mood to watch it, mm-hmm. you got to do it. It doesn't matter. Oh. And, and so these are things that uh, I think our listenership, our random listenership uh, mm-hmm. on such platforms as YouTube uh, don't don't quite grasp is that yeah. when you're watching these movies uh, in this arbitrary order that has no real rhyme or reason to it that might hit it might cause a movie to hit you in the wrong way especially if you go into it being like i do not want to watch this uh mm-hmm. it can impact you it can it can be like oh this, i understand this isn't as enjoyable some movies are just if unless you've already especially if you've never seen it that's an important um point to make as well but you know anyways that's neither here nor there so late spring I know, RJ, you had never seen this, and your Ozu's mm-hmm. have been limited to the ones that we've talked about on this show so far. 
Yeah, I'm limited to that, but I mean, we've seen some pretty good O's so we've far. We've seen that Tokyo story. We've seen that mm-hmm. uh, Good Morning. Mm-hmm. What's the other one we've seen? The fart one. Late that's, summer. That's Good Morning. Late summer. Late summer. Did we wait? What's the other Ozu movie that's got? It sounds like it could early be early summer. It could be early summer. This is this is where it gets tricky. See, we've seen that one too. Yeah, we've seen early summer, and early summer has a very similar story and floating weeds with similar actress because it's the exact same actress as late spring, early and, summer, and, and Tokyo Story. Yeah, yeah. So, like, when I'm not gonna lie to you, when I threw this on, I went. Is this the right movie? I've seen this before. And then I went, oh, I was thinking of Early Summer, which we watched. uh, Last August. 20. Yeah. So uh, I went, I've seen this Ozu movie before. And then I was watching this. I went, oh, maybe I haven't. I said, (laughs) wait a minute. Maybe Ozu makes similar movies. So we just watched Late Spring, but there's also Late Autumn. And early spring. Well, are you saying, RJ, that early summer, which was made two years after late spring, that has the description Noriko, Mm -hmm. (laughs) still single at the advanced age of 28, lives contentedly in an extended family household. See, it's completely different. There's a whole bunch of people Uh, that live in that house. That includes her parents. Her father is a widower. And Mm -hmm. her brother's family. See, a completely different movie. And Uncle's oh, visit sure. prompts the family to find her a husband. Uh, as an uncle as opposed to um, an aunt? An aunt would change the game yes. completely, hey? Uh, completely, yeah. I mean, yeah. Get, get, pull your head out of your ass, okay? Well, let me tell you something. Ozu. O- Ozu? Ozu sounds like a drink. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I think not like, Uzo, uh, but a, like a coworker of mine, I think literally said something similar where I went, he's talking about a drink called Ozu. And I went, you mean like Yashujiro Ozu, the filmmaker? He's like, mm-hmm. oh, I was thinking more of a beverage. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I hear Ozu, it's like, it sounds like a drink, like something that you drink in the summer. Is it a good drink though? Yeah, I think so. Is it... It's some. It's something desirable. Well, there is a drink called like it's like ouzo. Ouzo is a liquor. That's Greek, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. O u z o. Yeah, I know about ouzo. Wow. This one's different than ouzo. Or is it? I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Or is it? Or is it? Anyways, let's talk about late spring. Yeah, tell me about ouzo. So, Ozu. movie opens up with Noriko, uh, sure. who we'll call maybe his daughter. Sure, uh, she's chilling with her aunt at a, at a ladies' club, and it's like a tea club for all the, for mm-hmm. all the ladies. So we get a little bit of the you know chit chat, and we get mm-hmm. the niceties of making tea and the ritual of it all. Uh, RJ, question for you right off the bat: You ready for this? Okay. What's your favorite static shot of stuff in this film? Bikes on the beach. That is a really great shot, isn't it? The two bikes, just no, the no, bikes no, on no the riders beach. on it. There you go. See? 
Mm-hmm. What about your static shot? Oh, I'll get there. I've got notes. I've got what about few. your hip hypnostatic well, killer from Millennium Season Three? What about that? Oh, well, you see, have to you have to, you, you have to tune into our Patreon to get those the exclusive content for those interested in Millennium. Oh, it's quite exclusive. Three. Very exclusive. Very exclusive. Uh, oh, by the way, hey RJ, uh, this yeah. is a, this is kind of a follow up from a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah. This is this is some preamble talk. What did uh, what did you eat with chopsticks this week? Potato chips. That's it. You haven't you haven't stepped up that chopstick game. Uh, so here's what I've eaten with chopsticks in the last couple of weeks. Yep. Potato chips, any flavor. So I, I'm a salt and vinegar guy. Andrea told me like a year or two ago. She's like, you gotta give it, you gotta give it a break on the salt and vinnies, bud. She's like, you gotta cool it on the vinnies. And I was like, no, I'm not going to. So uh, salt and vinegar chips, and then uh, I had that popcorn, that Chicago-style pop, where it was cheese and caramel. Um, what did I have the other day? Oh, cheese nips. I had cheese nips with chopsticks the other day. Mm. Have, have you ever tried that? I have not. I've never tried okay. that, ever. No one brought it up this week, eh, in the emails. No, I, Apparently, people are just on board with me doing that. Is that so. what it is? Yeah, that's a lifestyle choice, RJ. I'm and happy with it. And they're okay with that, as they should yeah, be. It's the right choice. It's the right choice. So, that yes. being said, uh, we get back to Papa <laughs> Shushishi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's working on his manuscript with his assistant in a world without word processors. Uh, is that how it's described? Or well, is that how that's, you're how, that's how I would describe it, it because it's two okay. men who are like having to write everything up by hand. And then he's, after he finishes a page, he hands it off to his assistant who makes all the corrections. It's no different from what we do. I suppose. I, I take your 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 shit and I turn it to pure gold. I mean, I think, if, I think if what people, you mean. If people could only imagine what raw form RJ's words take before I'm able to uh, whip them into a, a beautiful uh, potpourri that we all know in the final product. And, we, and people in, are sitting in awe of being like, man, RJ really gets it, you know? I think people can see through that for a few reasons, but I think the number one reason is that people understand that there's no, there's no like caging this beast and there's no grooming in the sense like (laughs) the KG beast. Yeah. The KG beast. There's no grooming where it's like people know, people know I don't do any more work than what is right in front of me. I don't do any prep. I am not going to re-record stuff. I show up for the time slot that is allotted, nothing more. Yeah. And that is it. Raw dog. Nothing before, nothing after. And the grooming that you have been doing <laughs> in the past years. Yes, Jared is older than I am. And yes, he approached me to do the podcast. So At, at a lake. At a lake. Yeah, he took me for a nice walk around the lake. I bought you lunch. And, and I think it was late spring at the time. <laughs> and uh, he said, so... Have you ever heard of Yashijiro Ozu? You ever heard of Ozu? And I said, I don't know. I'm just a kid. I don't have a lot of opinions on a lot of things. And uh, now, now we're involved in a large-scale civil suit. So a lot yeah. of people are coming for you. A lot of people. So uh, yeah. one, one particularly tense moment that comes mm-hmm. up between uh, Papa and his assistant is... Uh, the assistant mentions, hey, you know, I, I did the math in that Mahjong game we were playing last night, and uh, I think I actually won. 
And uh, Papa goes, ah. And then goes back to writing. <laughs> I I was going to... I, I really like the review that I did for this because I think it's fitting. But my other... If I were to do a different review, it would have been, ah. Because that's a, that's the dad's <laughs> most popular line in this movie is just that's kind of uh, that's kind of that actor's motif that's his range in, in all uh, of ozu is the uh mm. it's like did you know this happened he goes uh yeah <laughs> and then no, no follow-up no other noises uh. yeah. Mm. yeah single noise true cinema true cinema um true. so uh daughter gets home dad starts bellowing for his tea and and this is the yep. this is the snapshot of uh, the serene home life of father and daughter. Yes, which is a comfortable life. So here's a shot that's uh, that's like amazing. Uh, after this is, it's just uh, at the train platform, mm-hmm. and it's just people standing there. Yes, and it's like, God damn it! Look how good that looks. Yep, look at that. Damn. There's a lot of good shots in this thing, here. and then and then there's some trains act, action, which I'm like, whoa, is this some La Bette Humaine? Oh, is this some? Yeah, trains, trains, trains. Uh, and then so, uh, daughter is going to go pick up some gloves for Papa, and mm-hmm. uh, she she runs into profe- Professor Filthy Flatcap, and. They have What's his... they have adventure oh. they have prefer... they have adventures not unlike Professor Layton. So, oh, is that what they get into? Yes, it's a mystery. Interesting. Game. That's something that I haven't heard mentioned in a long, long time, Jerry. Yeah. That's a pretty, pretty deep pull from you. Mm-hmm. Pretty deep pull. So when I was watching the commentary, <laughs> uh, the guy oh, mentioned that. Uh, for the first three scenes with that guy, you don't see his face in anything, and it's a way that Ozu distances the audience from the actors. You don't see him. And then we get a transition scene, and this is the way this guy talks. He says, you see the signs for the gallery. You see the signs for the exhibit. But then it cuts to the bar, and they're there. Normally, in a normal movie, you would have a scene or two inside of the gallery, but Ozu does not do this. He cuts past into the next scene. This is classic Ozu. <laughs> yeah. And that's what that's what he mentions. Uh, he also... What's, this, guy, what's wa- this guy's name? Phil McCracken? <laughs> I don't remember. But uh, I, I only watched an hour of the commentary and I turned it off. But the, <laughs> really? one, the one scene before the gallery scene is the train scene. And he's describing like... A, He's like, it's an idyllic situation between father and daughter. They get a lot of things from each other in this relationship. And then there's a long pause. Nothing sexual is intended by the relationship. It doesn't need to be. And then there's another pause. And then you go, what the fuck is this guy? It's like nobody thought it was sexual. Nobody thought that. But he just pause. Nothing sexual. (laughs) And then he continues. And you go, what are you talking about, dude? Well, P- Professor Filthy Flatcap. Yes, they're, 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 they have some. They have some lunch, and they go shopping. They go check out the gallery, and then um, they make their way back to uh, the house with with mm-hmm. with Daddy O. He's got his gloves. 
there's a nice little chat about their daughter saying, oh, she's looking a lot better after that forced labor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, lug- lugging those, uh, those potatoes around. Is that, what are we supposed to take from that? I don't know. And then they're like, huh, terrible times. How she must have suffered. <laughs> and you go, huh, because this is post-war. The war had just wrapped up four years ago in the making of this film. So oh, yeah. I'm yeah. kind of like, oh, I guess that's how they're going to address that. Hmm. And everyone's, it's all smiles and sunshine. Because that's one of those things is uh, uh, Noriko and the uh, actress who plays her. She is kind of probably pretty famous for the, her smile. The, this, the, the, I don't know. Was it, I remember uh, in like the Crumb documentary, he mentions the, uh, it's, this Japanese businessmen have this like smiling disease. Mm. <laughs> it's like it's, I, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, I like, think I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a good smile, right? But then when it when it turns off, it's like the light goes off in the world. Uh, and it's like the light goes off in your world when you're watching this. Tetsuka Hara is uh, the name. She is in a number of Ozu films, like Late yes. Autumn, RJ. Late autumn or Tokyo Twilight? Do you mean early summer? I mean all of them, all of them. Oh yes, it's all there. Uh, and yeah, you gotta marry off this twenty-seven-year-old lassie. Uh, that's that's yes, the that, that that's this is the inciting incident, I guess. That's like oh, this is we gotta get her married. Uh, we get some geographical layout humor. Where he's like, mm. is that where is that way to the tradition? No, no, it's this way. What about over here? No, it's this way. What about this? No, it's not that way. Huh, no wonder this medieval general wasn't able to get around here. <laughs> and I go, I don't sure. Sure. I don't I don't know. How would you do it? I don't fucking know. I don't care. Well, <laughs> I don't maybe care. you should. You know what I care about? Yeah. Bike rides. Going for a bike ride, ah, because you just you you just love life. You get to go on a bike ride with your dad's assistant. Just just mm. lo- live life. What's the when's the last time you rode a bike? Just out of curiosity. Oh fuck! For it's been a long goddamn time. I mean, it's been years for me, to be honest. It has been a goddamn long time. Andrea wants to get bikes so we can bike around, and I go for what? <laughs> go and to go where? To it's, go where? It's just eat a bag of popcorn. <laughs> with your with your fucking chopsticks. Yes, I did. And she's like, "Well, just to bike around for exercise." And I was like, eh. I "Said if I want to have exercise, I'll have a cigarette." You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's uh, work the lungs. It's an appetite suppressant. <laughs> Won't eat as much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Keep down was... that oral fixation, baby. Oh yes. Oh yes. I mean, housekeepers have been doing that for years, and look at their figure. It's great. What are we talking about? You know um, what I mean? So we got some bike riding. Yeah. We get aunt, uh, the aunt and Papa grousing about getting married. Mm. And then they're like, hey, how about my assistant? They're on a bike ride. They should marry. Oh, he's already engaged because in your business relationships, you don't necessarily talk about it. But you're just like, hey, there's a guy. He should marry my daughter. That's how, that's how business gets done in 1949 Japan. Do you think so? Apparently, I mean, that's what Ozu's telling me. Yeah. It's fine. And then uh, then we get a, a regular day in the life of the father and daughter. Just kind of like how they exist. 
how she's like kind mm-hmm. of subservient to the, her father and kind of does all this running around. Basically, like like a wife, essentially. Nothing sexual. Thank keep you. Keep that in mind. Thank okay. you, Phil. <laughs> Just keep it in mind. All right. Uh, then there is though a little bit of a tease of the sensual tension. Nothing sexual, RJ, but sensual. Nothing sexual. Between the daughter and the assistant, seems like this assistant he's uh he's nosing around a little bit. He's putting out a little bit of feelers. There is an attraction present. And he's like, hey, hey, because they were to a dinner. He's like, hey, I got these tickets to the opera. This is a guy who's uh, got a fiance. And Mm -hmm. he's like, she's like, well, I guess so. He's like, I got the tickets for you, whatever it was. And then, but she bails. So he's sitting there by himself, looking like a sad bastard. She gives the tickets away to someone waiting around for free tickets. And she just walks along. Mm -hmm. And, And then what happens? And then Papa's having a chat with a sexy young typist. Oh, she shit. Has, she's got all the moves. What kind of moves? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, moves that Grandpa's into. Mm. <laughs> and this is when she's at the play? Or is that? Uh, after. This is after. Because she never went okay. to the play. The last thing I'll mention is the play. This is where I stopped. Oh watching no no the no 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 no! We're not at the play oh, yet. We're not. Oh, we're not at. We're not at the no, the oh, no okay. play. That hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Uh, we get another sit down tea chat between uh, daughter and this woman. This is the uh, the widow, if I recall correctly. Um, that hmm. like seems to be like chatting up her dad, and she's kind of like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the aunt, yeah. ha- and then the aunt has a chat with the daughter, and yes. this is where we start seeing the stoking of the jealousy and the fear of like yes. of, of upsetting things, uh, changing things, and uh, people don't like change. Jerry. People don't like change, but mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, the, the smiles and sunshine deflate pretty damn quick at this because there's like there's these vague threats, and this is like doesn't seem like she's upset at this idea like that movies would have now where it's like. This woman's gonna become my stepmom. It's just not about that. Mm-hmm. She's kind of like, what? Why? Why would? Why would he do? He doesn't need to do that because there's like her needing a life change and her father having life change and things wouldn't be able to be what it is because she enjoys it the way it is. This pastoral, domestic life of being with her dad and going and doing things. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. Nothing sexual. Nothing sexual. Um. But RJ, I think this yeah. might be the first some some serious toenail clipping, uh, oh. <laughs> of which I wrote. This must be a fucking first in the Criterion Collection. There is some pretty pretty serious toe clipping in this. Yeah, this is yeah. yeah. This is the this is the big league. If you want to t- clip some toes, you've come to the right place, Jared. Yeah, maybe get, maybe get some tips. Well, so uh, daughter comes home. Dad's like, you know, he's he's trying to he still thinks everything's Ozu chill, but the Ozu yeah. chill vibe is over. Daughter's pretty mad about something. And he's like, huh, something's off. And he goes, mm. ah, but uh, but he's a little like, huh, she seems upset. Why? Because yeah. she's she doesn't have time for it. Um, mm-hmm. There's a bit where I think it's the the assistant's like wedding photo. Or like engagement mm. photo, and I believe uh, one of the comments we get is "looks just like him." 
Yeah, there's something <laughs> a, like that. That's a curious lie. It's like, yes, mm-hmm. that photograph does look like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then, RJ, we get the the no show. And, oh boy, this is just, in any movie that we've watched, it is insta-death in my terms of enjoyment of life. Five fucking minutes of this bullshit. Of the play? Yes. And it's all basically to be like, yeah, we get it. She's feeling threatened. Because <laughs> the, 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 uh, the widower is also there. And there's like mm-hmm. one like exchange of a glance that's like not even like particularly charged or anything like that. It's like an acknowledgement, and she's like, "Oh, oh." <laughs> so, and then we get, "Oh, yes, <laughs> four or five minutes." So this is where I stopped watching the commentary. That's why I asked before. The only other thing I got from the commentary was uh, he was saying. Um, He's talking about the girl, like the main girl's friend who comes over because she was someone who was divorced by choice. Yeah. Yeah. And that is uncommon of the era because women weren't allowed to do that. And this and is one, you okay. Go, okay. No, this is one thing that was throwing me off a little bit. It's because I, I was like, wait a minute, are there, there's two, there's two different characters here because there's yes. the, there's the there's the widower, but then there's the divorcee. Try to keep it together, dude. We do a uh, mo- we do a criterion. Podcast. I, I know, but when I was like Try to keep going back through, because it's like, huh, wait a minute, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, next thing you'll say, you wouldn't even notice if two different actresses were playing the same role. Like, try try to keep it together. Mm-hmm. But uh, so when I stopped watching the uh, commentary, and this guy, as you can tell, he didn't offer me a lot of insight, um, <laughs> but uh, he was trying. He tried his best. I'll give him that. Um, but it, it was the theater scene. He's like, this theater scene goes on for a while. <laughs> Ozu likes to distance himself, but also he wants to acknowledge the theater. This scene is almost 10 minutes long, is what he said. Almost 10 minutes long. This is quite long for a theater scene. Most movies would not <laughs> show a theater scene for this amount of time. But it's still and, a masterpiece. But it's still quite provoking. And then you go, okay. <laughs> so uh, this was one hour into the hour yes. and 48 minutes. And that's where I stopped watching the, uh, the commentary. And I went, I think I'm done with you, bud. I think yeah. you've you've done enough. And he wasn't bad or anything, but uh, I don't get I, – I don't watch commentaries ever. I only watch this because I was like, well, it's been two weeks since this movie. I should – I should do something to try to remind myself get, of get it. Some, get some insights. Yes. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. But you know who is really into this no show? Papa. Papa. He. Oh, he's got like, he's into this. He's got some pep in his step. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because it's uh, good for him, right? He's, he loves it. Nothing sexual. Nothing sexual. Not but uh, da- daughter is no, no. This is I don't like any of this where this is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, but soon she's go- going for uh, some cake, some vanilla cake with the this this foxy divorce lady. Yes, with her cardigan slacks, scarfing yes. it down. My kind of lady, RJ. She she really tears in that cake. She's like, oh, you're yeah. not eating yours, and it's like, oh no, yeah, I'm not hungry. It's like, shit, you better eat this. You, you better eat that. She's what, like, I'm not eating it at all. Why'd you fucking eating this? Uh, yeah, I like that lady. She's yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, I bet. So this is one of the uh, those violent scenes. I'm sure this is something that our friend Phil the commentarian would say. 
there's like a bit where there's these magazines that are on top of a stack of books at the end of the scene where there's kind of like this um, exchange between the two and the magazines just go sliding off the books. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, where's the, where's the serenity, Ozu? You're getting, you're getting crazy. Well, things are scattered for uh, for our boy yeah, we're at the get, moment. We, we need shots of shrubs and rock gardens, and now you're like, whoa, the magazines are sliding Kin- off. Kinetic motion, yeah. Jarrett. Things are Frantic. being thrown into a uh, chaotic frenzy. Yes. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, it's so much meaning. Yes. Ten- tensions are just boiling over. And um, now, of course, the, so the father, he's kind of... Uh, He's talking about taking another wife, and it's like, "Hey, daughter, you know, it's time to move on too. I think you got to get married too." But we don't worry. We know a guy. There's a guy your aunt knows. You're gonna meet up with him, and the father's like some low, some acting where he's like having to lie. He's having to lie mm. to his daughter. For well, the, what for, does he for, say? for the good of the daughter, uh, yeah. that, he's, that he's gonna get married to this widow. And yeah, because like, and, he, and he's twitching out a little bit. Saying, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna marry. It's like, oh, uh, wink to the audience. I don't know, or is it paining him to say this? So, and aunt, aunt and Papa uh, stop by the Buddhist temple, do a little prayer, and finds a, wa- a wallet or a purse, and just absconds with it. And they're like, it's not a weird scene where she finds it. Like, oh, we're gonna return it. Yeah, 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 we're gonna return it. And she goes like, kind of running off, and he kind of falls behind her. And then this cop comes into frame, and the, sh- and the scene just holds as they start walking up these uh, temple steps. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Something like um, that. Uh, then, yeah, the uh, divorcee daughter. They're, they're talking about this guy that uh, she's been she's hooking up with now. Who looks like sexy Gary Cooper. Very uh, uh, good husband material. Uh, really? They, yeah, yeah, buddy. Daughter mm-hmm. and Papa. They take one last trip together because apparently they're just going to get married like they're 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 off to get married to different people and mm-hmm. uh, their their father daughter dynamic is going to come to an end they've paid you know another visit to filthy old professor lech yes yeah yeah, yeah. just we, a little one we got some uh, some crusty old japanese societal politics <laughs> mm, yeah a little I, bit I, yeah talking about women and how they need to get married and this is their thing in life and you go this and that yeah i see this is the this, way it was jerry the way it was the way it was. But hey, of its time. Check out those rock gardens, though. Those are pretty sick. And then we get an off-camera wedding. We never... There's a decision, RJ, to, that we never get to see the husband that the daughter's mm-hmm. marrying on camera. Well, I owe you... Distancing. Distance uh, the audience from the actors for distancing purposes. And then, uh, then we get sad old man... Who's played his daughter with the threat of his own getting married? So yeah. she gets married, and he winds up alone for the sake of his daughter. Yep. And there's a nice conversation there. I like his speech about marriage, where he says, "Where it's like, it's nice, but it's also sad because he's like, marriage isn't fun, not at first, and to expect it to be fun for the first year, or the fifth year, or the tenth year." That's not right. He says, you got to work through it. And you go, this is a nice speech where he's giving lots of good motivation, but also, damn. He's like, you might not be happy for 10 years. And he's telling the divorced woman this. 
Yeah, and you go, and oh, she's shit. like, and she's kind of like, oh, I'll come visit. You're so yeah. nice. And then we get, mm-hmm. then we get the final little sequence of sad dad, all alone. Yeah, and he's like, oh man, I got nothing. And then the ocean splashes against the beach because mm-hmm. because it just goes on, you know, this thing we call life. Mm-hmm. Crazy life, man. That's what uh, all those TV shows in the '90s were talking about. Life's crazy. Oh. Careful going out your door. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is uh, another another piece of the the Ozu experience. You're uh, you're either in or out. Either pros prozu or nozu. Exactly. Yeah. See, no see, one's thought of that before, see, have they? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Uh huh. Yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about. I mean, when this comes through later guy um this is uh this is the wizardry that i have with the editing right i I whip rj into shape and these Mm -hmm. things emerge yes brozu nozu yeah exactly (laughs) so rj i'm wondering what did you think of late spring post two-week break and with commentary assistance what did I think of it? Mm-hmm. You never, you never make me go first. I don't know. <clears throat> um, so I, I like late spring. I like Ozu. I've liked, I've pretty much liked all the stuff we've watched of his so far. Um, I like this story too, but it's like I was saying earlier. When I started watching it, I was like, it's like I've seen this movie before yeah. by Ozu with the same <laughs> actors, and like I actually did. Like I was like. I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm watching the right one, but I checked the calendar that you've made for us for the movies, and I was like, is late spring what I'm supposed to be watching? And I was like, oh, yeah, it is. And then I was like, what the fuck am I thinking of? And then I was like, early summer. I was like, ah. And then I was like, well, same story, but with the family trying to get the daughter out. And I was like, oh. I I do think this one is... um, Well, this is the the first installment of Ozu's so-called Noriko trilogy, which is early summer, uh, second, and then Tokyo Story, and it's just yes. uh, Setsukahara playing Noriko, Noriko, Noriko. Yes. So compared to, I, I'd compare it to Early Summer more than a lot of other ones, just because I think it's got a few more overlap in uh, some of the story points. But um, I do think Late Spring is the sadder of the two compared to Early Summer because. With the family dynamic, like, the mom is dying, but, like, the family is there, and they have each other. Where in this one, it's the dad is just like, I think she'd be happier if she was married and not hanging out with her old dad. And I am going to tell her to go. And then you go, that's sad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, um, so I was like, it's got all the Ozu stuff I, I like. Great shots, distancing, nothing sexual, uh, nice slow storytelling, in a sense. Not, and it's not even like the movie doesn't seem slow or boring at any point, but it's just it's it just plays out kind of like how real things play out, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you get some baseball, which uh, Ozu and J- is big baseball boy. There's kid, not a lot of that. That kid, that another one of these little bratty baseball boys who was like yeah. i was painting my bat and my mm-hmm. bat's wet and i can't do it and i'm like i'm gonna fucking beat you with this bat you're like whoa little kid 
I know. You ain't doing anything with that bat. Look at you, your little little cutie. Not quite. Yeah. Not quite. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I liked that. Uh, but, uh, no, I I don't know. Like, it's kind of, um, it's been a bit since early summer. I don't know where I'd place it, like, in relation to it. To me, it's honestly, they're so similar. It's hard for me to kind of separate them in a sense. And if I watched them back, like, both in the same week, I, I'm sure I'd find more differences. But because we watched that, a year and change ago, I'm like, I don't know. I was like, a lot of this stuff blends to me just because of the time. Um, but I, I mean, I like it. I like Ozu and I think his movies are good. And I like a lot of the dialogue that they have and his stuff looks great. And, uh, I don't know. I think the main takeaway is what John Mayer said, Jared fathers, be good to your daughters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause, and that's, and that's what I think the main takeaway is, you know? You know that song, Jared? Do you know it? You know, uh, I do. You know Daughters? I'm, I'm, aware. I'm aware. Yeah? Do you think uh, it's fitting? Maybe. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I, I like it, but uh, my, my bottom line is I like Ozu just flat out, but uh, I this movie blends a lot with Early Summer to me, and I'm, I have a hard time distinguishing. It's like I can't remember Early Summer. I don't remember which one of these is I don't, I don't remember which one's better. Do you know what I mean? Right. So that's just me, though, because I have a bad memory for stuff. What about you, Jared? What did you, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on late spring. Well, thank you, Peter. Um, well, one, one thing of note uh, is regarding... I'm just looking at the production of late spring. Sure. And there was censorship problems with this film. Hmm. Uh, because it's about a it's about a woman uh, marrying a man she has only met once through a single arranged meeting, um, and apparently this presented a problem for the censors of the American occupation. Mm. So I mean, this was also viewed as like, way hey you you old timey Japanese custom fucks, you can't you can't play that way, and uh, you ought, you ought to embrace the individual. Individualism. That's right. Versus collectivism? Well, against, yeah, this selflessness toward the societal structure, which I don't even know if it's a form of collectivism as much as, like, I don't know if that's what, what the word for that is. That doesn't really... It's, it's checking some boxes, and, yeah, it avoids, I mean, with the what America's all about, which is making sure you see a nice drink Coca-Cola sign on that bike ride. Yes, it is. Hey, hey you know where else I heard that? That commentary track. This is to show the influence of Western cultures on Japan at the time. Mm-hmm. Coca-Cola. You ever had one? That's what he says. He says something similar to that. But it is a it is an interesting thing, though, um, that, yeah, the, the American occupying uh, yes. forces were, like, focusing on movie things like that and be like, no, 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 no. You, you, can't, you can't do it this way. She's got to make the decision. You can't have the family deci- you can't have the family deciding that she's going to get married. That's just that's not how it's done, mm-hmm. folks. What would you do? What? What? What, what, what do you mean? What would I do if I was a censor? No, um, I don't know. Would you? Shove, would you get shove, married sh- if they made sh- forced you? Sh- no. Fuck. No. Oh. Fuck off. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I was <laughs> that's curious. that's what I says. He says, I said, get, out of here. get the fuck out of here. F.O. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. 
Cool, cool. Okay. So, mm. sensors aside, Sensor. what's your take on uh, late spring? Are I, you are you pro zoo or pro zoo? Well, pro zoo or no I've, I've always been pro zoo. Yeah. I do. I yeah. mean, I always wonder kind of how uh, people watch these movies now because they're so removed from like modern film mm-hmm. technique, uh, which is like, which is why it's so interesting. It's so complete. This is like the stuff that, you know, Paul Schrader, you know, he's talking about transcendental film, uh, like the S and Bresson um, and Trier. They're just like such complete packages in terms mm-hmm. of how they're made. They're so well made, uh, but they're also kind of banal. Mm-hmm. And this movie kind of, I think, really encapsulates it uh, pretty well because the way he films everything, the the static shots, the the characters, the fact that he uses the same actors over and over and over and over and over again, um, but in, in with these kind of slight variations of themes, but they're all kind of like just reiterating things and different interactions, and but it works. But I mean, if you take this framework to like a guy who directs hallmark films and it becomes really evident why ozu's great and why other guys are just like this is a paycheck pal (laughs) i'll i'll tell you every single fucking story about a girl who goes back home to her family home at christmas and meets a guy and you're gonna fucking love it who gives a shit what it looks like and does she? Is does that, she? Is that does she, not the American does she, way? Does she have nice? Is her hair nice? How how is her clothes? What do her clothes look like? Do they look fine? Good. Fucking leave me alone. The the American dream. Don't no? be be contrived, but not too contrived. That's what people want. Hmm. Contrived, but not too contrived. That's right. Which Marvel movie fits into that category? Oh, RJ, let's not let's not do this. Not yet. No, you're not there yet. Okay. No, can't it's do. That. I don't. I don't even want to. I don't want to contemplate that. It's fine. You, you think yeah. about it for a while. How do those uh, straight-on shots work for you, RJ? Okay. Yeah. Now, that, uh, now, that, now that we've seen it a few times, I mean, it's it's right there for you. Is it homey? Does it make you're, you just make you right in there? You really feel like you're there with the character, instead of distancing. Which is also frequently happening. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I like the straight on shots. It's, um, I don't know. It's good. It forces you right in. Puts you there, man. Makes you, makes you present. You know what I mean? Right, right in the mix. You ever present on stuff? I beg your pardon. I said, are you ever present on stuff? No. Oh, okay. That's fine. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. Well, RJ, you want to hear from people who hate Ozu, who are Nozus? Uh, Yeah, I mean, what kind of guy is a Nozu, you know? Ozu's good. He's cool. It feels like a lifetime ago since I actually uh, took these, like, two weeks ago. That's all right. (laughs) How about (laughs) Tuan? Tuan? I see Tuan. Half a star. A film from 1949 by the Japanese master Yashijiro Ozu. The master of being a boring bastard with awful acting. <laughs> Maybe got about 15 minutes in. Some shit about a woman that, with her constant grinning, has an air of the village idiot about her. Wants to live with her dad for her entire life rather than get 
it on and live with a real mm-hmm. partner. It's rare that these old films are any cop. What? Yeah, you heard you heard Twan. Uh, Twan's favorite films are <laughs> Bloodsport, A Room for Romeo Bros, Boy, the Taiki Watiti film, and Hot Rod. Um, this person five starred Near Dark, which nah, come on. Uh, half stars include Late Spring, The Mummy, the Brendan Fraser movie. Uh, so and this a- is not Sam Sanchez. No, it is not. That's a Sam pick through and through. And A Trip to the Moon, which I don't know why you'd half star A Trip to the Moon. Because why are you watching A Trip to the Moon? Other than just to, you know, see something that's old, that's cool. You know what I mean? Only God knows the mind of Tuan. (laughs) Tuan's a different duck is what I would describe him as. You ever heard that one before, Jared? Yeah, I have. Dif- different duck. How about from Queralio? Queralios. All right. One star. So, she doesn't want to get married. She does anyways, even though she just wants to stay by her father's side. And they have the nerve to call it her father's sacrifice? Whatever. Whatever. Uh, this person five-starred WandaVision, the TV show. And then they five-starred Shang-Chi, the Marvel show. But they also five-starred Joker, the incel pick. And Call Me By Your Name. And A Quiet Place. So they got a lot of five-stars. Favorite films include Before Sunrise, Mad Max, Mission Impossible, and Scream. And their quote is, Isn't everything we do in life a way to be loved a little more? And I'd say, probably not. They have a lot of half stars to just horror stuff like random Nightmare on Elm Streets and uh, Texas Chainsaw movies, but they half starred Halloween three. Yeah, that's some dog shit right there. That, that tells you everything. Oh, whatever. Half starred Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. Whatever. Get out of her. That's the best one. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best one. How about Joe Joe I see him. One star. This is the third Ozu film I have seen, and it is almost identical to the other two. Aging parent want their daughter to get married. How many yeah. times does the child have to say they don't want to get married? Mind your business, you old biddy. Let the youth thrive without getting all pissy about them being tied down for the rest of their life. I don't like Ozu. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, old biddy. You old bitty. This person five-starred Brendan Fraser's The Mummy. Oh, damn. So, uh, you know, we got some differences here. Favorite films are Black Dynamite, The Cabin in the Woods, The Lego Movie, and Ip Man. Is it Ip Man or is it Ip Man? Ip, Ip Man. Ip Man? That, that's the name. Okay. That's the guy's Ip name. Ip Man? Ip I don't know. I've never seen that film. It's good, so it's good stuff. Yeah. You, you like martial arts? Yeah, I do sometimes. Pretty nice. Yeah. This person half-starred uh, Swing Time and half-starred Cannibal Holocaust. Oh. And they half-starred World Trade Center. <laughs> the, the Nick Cage Oliver yes. Stone movie? Okay. And half-stars Eddie Murphy's Delirious. That's kind of weird. Why is, anyone star- why is anyone rating Delirious anyways? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? 
Ah, they got weird taste here. What are some other five-star films? Uh, some horror stuff. Snakes on a Plane, they five-starred. So it's like, that's not genuine. You know what I mean? It can't be. You know, I want to hear... Oh, here's one more. I got, uh, these are kind of fun. How about Steak Chalupa? One okay. star that hit their uh, avatar is Bicentennial, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Was just bored. Too simple of a story to grab me, and the acting wasn't strong enough to carry it. Love when Ozu films empty hallways, though. I feel like some people may rate this high because Ozu's a legend and shit. But man, this just didn't have my interest for a second. And nothing in particular stands out. Pretty much fuck all happens. Only reason I'm not giving this one star Mm -hmm. is because half a star... Yeah, what the fuck? Only reason I'm not giving this one star, but they did, is because half stars are for movies that are offensively bad rather than just hyper boring Steak Chalupa. Steak uh, Steak Chalupa's got a lot of Marvel stuff in the half stars, which is fine with me. But they also got Hannah and her sisters in the half star, and maybe that's just a Woody Allen thing, but that movie is pretty good. Um, Here's their uh, bio. Uh, number one inherent vice fan, NPTA, and Nick Cage fanboy. Music is my main love. So from now on, I try to attach a song to most movies I watch. I love dumb shit, but I love some (laughs) weird... Wait, I love dumb shit, but I love some weird shit. But I also love artsy shit that I don't even understand. I'm also an action movie rom-com fiend. Give me all the cheese you got. If I had to pick, oh. my favorite directors are PTA, David Lynch, John Woo, Spike Lee, Hideki Anno. Wow. They love dumb shit. <laughs> Jarrett, they love uh... it. Four and a half stars to uh, Gummo, just so you know, from this individual. How many? Four and a half. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. They, like, they love dumb shit. They love dumb shit. <laughs> you know? Rom-com. Uh, rom-com, yes. Yes. Dumb shot. How about Luke? One star. Ozu isn't for me. I didn't even finish this. Much like every other one of his films I've seen, San Tokyo Story, he's just way too indulgent in the banal, slower than any other director I can name, and has some of the most sterile shot I've ever seen. Not once mm-hmm. in any of his four films I've seen or attempted to watch has a shot across the screen that made me think, oh, I'll remember that. No thanks. No thanks. Luke says, I swear I actually like movies. I can't help. They all suck. <laughs> Luke likes I from 2021. Ah, see. I see. I think we've done Luke before. Which is one of their favorite films, apparently. Shit for RG, night. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. See. Oh my god. You fell for it again, RJ. <laughs> well, who is this person? Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. Fa- actual favorite films are, I don't know, a bunch of Criterion bullshit, the Shia LaBeouf thing, the Matrix. Fuck, I don't know. What do we got in half stars here? We got the new Texas Chainsaw. Everyone's shitting on that thing. <laughs> yeah, we can't wait to watch it. And, and, and watch those Blumhouse Halloweens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll get over that. Oh, yeah. this person has starred Kill List and Thin Red Line. That's we'll not see, We've talked about this person before. Yeah, yeah. Dust, I started Freddy Got Fingered. Dust, dust bin with them. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, yeah. If you like Ozu, you'll like this too. It's it's Ozu. I, like what, 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 what more can you say? It's not going to convince you of that. This like this is not the one I would be like. Yeah, this one right here. That's mm-hmm. the, that's the ticket. Yes. Yeah. Ozu. But it might be. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't know. If it's your first one, you'd probably it'd be new to you. It might be a jam. Yeah. Is that, isn't that what the kids say? Well, potentially. Possibly. Potentially. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Um. No. On the master. Uh, I am Prozu. Oh, Master Blaster. Uh, I wasn't a big GI Joe guy. Wow, what about or Master Blaster the video game you or mean? Or from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Um, he was cool. He was cool. I know you're a toe biter guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or whatever that thing was. Whatever that thing was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I I do think Tokyo Story is the way to start, and then uh, go from there. Hmm. Yes. Yes. I agree. Excellent. Excellent. With, with what you said. Excellent. Beautiful. Yes. Uh, after the break, um, we're all going to put on our flat caps and be weirdos. And get some, mm. Maybe get some vape pens. Oh. Uh, are those back now? They never went away, buddy. Oh, shit. Could get some strawberry and bubblegum flavor. Do some tricks. You know about bubblegum tr- vape? You know, yeah. You you know about tricks? Not really. I know about illusions. No. You well, see what I mean? I, I got something to show you. Over at the lake. Oh. If you were a static Ozu shot in a film, what would you be? I'd be a copy of. Um, it'd be the beach, and it would just be a copy of Professor Layton, kind of. Which the which sand. one? Which one? Which one? Uh, the second one. Okay. What was that? The the mystery clock or something? <laughs> like that? Uh, not. So you're not the curious village. Uh, not Curious Village. Probably Mystery Clock. <laughs> Isn't there one that is called something similar to that? That sounds a little right. Professor Layton, Mystery oh, Clock. 
Uh, let's see. I'm looking at some stuff here. Well, are you thinking of uh, Professor Layton, the diabolical box? Yeah. Pandora's box? What? Or Professor Layton and the unwound future? Fuck, maybe I maybe I mixed those two just together. Yeah, I think you did. And then you got Professor Layton and the Last Spectre. Spectre's call. Professor yep. Layton and the Miracle Mask. What about the Mystery Clock? Have you seen any of those? How about Layton Brothers Mystery Room? Ooh. See, also a good one. Also a good one. I like that one, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on board with it. You love level five. What about level five? It's the developer. Is it? Yeah, Dark Cloud. Is it Jean Jean d'Arc? Remember that? Listen, Jean Jean d'Arc. Yeah, Jean d'Arc. Listen, buddy, uh, I'm just here for the positive. How, how about Dragon Quest Nine? Like that? Listen, buddy, I'm just here for the puzzles. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what that's my answer. <clears throat> you can email us at criteriaincrease at gmail.com and sure. let us know what Professor Layton DS card you are. Um, Something. We've got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. I'm Jared Duncan. He's Barnwolf. Sure. We're on YouTube and we're on Patreon where you can check out exclusive bonus episodes where Art, like RJ, is talking about Millennium Seasons 2. And three. It's going to be up there pretty quick. By the time you're hearing this, it'll be there. Yes, it will. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, blah, 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 blah. And next week, RJ, Spine 332. That's pretty damn close to Spine 333. One third of the way to Spine 1000. No. But next week. Before we get to 333, 332, Louis Benuel's Veridiana from 1961. You know about that Louis Benuel? I don't. I don't think I want to know about what Louis Benuel has been up to recently. Oh, it's, it's you know gonna, what I mean? It's going to get dirty. Oh. <laughs> you love it. You nah. love it, you son of a bitch. Nah, come on. Yeah. All right. Well, good night. Um, puzzles. Sweet Prince. <laughs>